say they like coast to coast, but on demand, raw and uncut interviews, and all without no ads. Once it's false, and once says true, and the waitress sink grows too. America, America is here for you. Stories from the listeners they sent to Graham. He'll read the man. Darren may say no One says red and one says blue But if it's false it just won't do Grimerica, Grimerica is here for you Okay, guys, welcome back to the Grimeric Show. This is a little bonus episode. We're going to be talking to a couple of knights from the No Agenda Show. Uh, we got Adam Loyal joining us for the intro, friend of the show. And for the first time, Michael's joining us, another friend of the show. Hey, a friend of mine. America. Yeah. Uh, and of course, as always, Grandma, Grandma. That's it. Just to be clear, um, I think it's I think one night we have got Andrew Lamassini on. Actually, wait, no, it's going to be Graham and, and, and Four Nick, Eyes Dunlop. And Nick the Rat is uh, is actually just one of the leading contributing artists to the No Agenda Show, which is kind of appropriate because tonight the election's going on and we're talking to, we're you know releasing the episode with the No Agenda guys. And you have your new spectacles. I have my new glasses with uh, blue blocking lenses. I finally had to get glasses for the first time in my life. Being in my mid forties, it's pretty disappointing. They fit you well. And I bought the new. They've only been out for like six months or a year. The, the blue blocking uh, lenses. You can't tell really, can you? I could like tell. they're not yellow. I could tell. Whatever you look at your computer, your face turns blue. I could see the blue light that it's sucking out of your screen, reflecting into my eyes. Really? Yeah. So there's actually like weaponized. There you go. Now you're affecting my health when you come in the studio. Now you won't be able to sleep at night. That's right. Disgusting. You'll be getting extra blue. So how you doing, Adam? We got Adam here too. If I'm lucky. Ah, doing pretty good. And did you introduce Mike as well? Uh, briefly. But Mike? Yeah, yeah. 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 I bumped into Mike uh, at the oh, Paul yeah, Elliott That's a little synchro, show. yeah. Yeah. You yeah. guys got a little synchro. Yeah. Did I play a jingle? Nah. Save him. Graham is an all-in believer in Come on, you have to play that one. <laughs> I'm just trying to set up the board. So it's pretty scary there. Uh, hey, Adam, it's, uh, you know, we start out tonight and the election's live and it looks like Trump's winning and now I'm, I don't know what's going to happen and you're saying uh, it's a step backwards either way, eh? Well, yeah, that's the way I look at it. You know, no matter who was going to win tonight was a step backwards. I'm of the opinion that Hillary was probably two steps backwards but that's just, uh, well, Jesus, I've been reading so many of the WikiLeaks emails that I can't help but have my mind flavored in that direction. Isn't it, isn't it, you could also look at it that it's actually a step forwards no matter what happens because all of this, it seems like just the fucking lies in the media and the corruption is just ex- fully exposed. It's like everything is just bared to the world this, this time. That's just it. Yeah. You know what? I think there's a chance that, I mean, Michael would probably disagree with me. 
he's the ultimate dystopian. <laughs> but I, I would argue that, I mean, maybe now this is a sign moving forward that these administrators, administrations need to be less secretive. Or, you know, do, do, the, do people go forward now going back to, okay, we better watch it because people are watching. I mean, even if you've got the press in your pocket, you can still get fucking taken down. Yeah, and even if Trump loses tonight at the end, even if it's a comeback win for Hillary, that still show that's still true, right? It was that close. It was that scary for them that that it was. They have to be careful now, and I don't think it's going to go away. That that all that fucking corruption and the legalities that are going to happen here with uh, there's a lot of social ramifications too. You know, if you look at just what all the media was projecting here a few days ago, which was that there was going to be a landslide Hillary victory. Okay, well, clearly that didn't happen. So that is not what was really happening. All the polls were bullshit, just like, you know, the no agenda um, uh, thesis. So, yeah, we're walking into this new world where the media has been completely exposed. And, oh, man. I was just talking about that. What's their next step? How do they correct the record? They don't have a choice, right? Can they just keep fucking around? Alternative media becomes king. I don't know. I would argue that if Trump hangs on, that um, we've already taken a big step forward. I would say that alternative media helps sway an election. And I'm not taking any credit for that whatsoever, but I'm just saying in general, you look at whether it's Drudge or places like uh, Stefan Molyneux Molyneux or Alex Jones or No Agenda... Joe Rogan. Well, it's become so clear that the 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 news is just obfuscating the truth. And, and, you know, obviously the WikiLeaks really unearthed that. It wasn't just seeing it, it, seeing the bias. You could actually see the mechanics behind the bias. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's people were forced out of using the normal mainstream and going towards the alternative. In such a powerful election as this, I mean, it's going to be hard for people to uh, put the kibosh on that and go in reverse. Yeah, what were you thinking, Mike, uh, when Darren was describing you as the ultimate dystopian? Yeah, I'm not sure what that all means, but I recently read 1984 again, so maybe that's part of it. I'm kind of seeing the world in 1984 because I recently read it again. So Perhaps that was a little unfair. No, but what do you think? What do you Because you do have a different view over over Darren. Darker. I mean, you're, you're, you have a darker view of that this is controlled anyways, right? Whether it's like... And I'm not ruling that out. I mean, there's he, there's definitely something to that. Darren says that he called Trump a year ago. And a year ago, I called Trump as controlled opposition for Hillary. And if he got in there, there was no Republican choice. There was the Democrat and the new Democrat. I could definitely see Trump as being a, some sort of controlled opposition because, I mean, it worked out. Obviously, they used to be friends and yada, yada, yada. Um, but what do you think happened then? Do you think it's just her corruption was too much and whoever's pulling the strings are just like, okay, we just can't have her in there. She's just a recipe for disaster. I think WikiLeaks is amazing, but it's just a taste. I think there's a lot that's being held. I think there's a lot that's being held back. WikiLeaks is just provided a taste. Do you think WikiLeaks is legit? Uh, who knows? It's yeah, hard to say. It's hard to say, right? When it's you really think about it, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Well, even after that Steve Pesniak video that says the intelligence community 
you know, is a counter coup. But I mean, WikiLeaks. it could all be bullshit. But I still think it was. I still think that the election was. If it hangs on and Trump pulls it out like it looks like he's going to, I think it was from all the people that are sitting at home that never vote. And fucking finally they got someone that they felt, for the first time maybe in a while, they felt like they had a candidate that might, I be, agree. might be in their corner. He's Some not a career politician. Yeah, yeah. You know, he comes out with his pussy tape and shit like that. And you know what? Like, people expected that to hurt his numbers. But even when it came out, I said, you know what? I could see how that might make people uh, relate to him a little more. Hey, that's how I talk with my buddies when we're at the bar or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I don't, but you know what? I could see how you, people could oh, relate to that. Well, I mean, we've it's all, pretty we all easy to yeah. say. It's, it wasn't very much at all, no. really. We've all had deplorable moments. But I mean, couple that with the fact that he's he's saying what people who have been out of work or who are now working in some shitty service job or doing something they hate that used to make good money, whether well, it's building cars a... or doing this or doing that, he's 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 at least talking about making taxes and making new trade deals that will make it you know just as profitable to have your workers based in the u.s and i mean as far as i'm concerned that's when america was at its greatest when everybody had a good job and you know nobody was living fucking paycheck to paycheck like everybody mm -hmm. is now well what really points it out in florida is we had oh what was it um 30 percent of the uh vote that was cast in florida um was cast before the election and that total was more than everybody total that had voted in the previous presidential election. That's crazy. And it's still yeah, like so one in five, I think, isn't it? Because when I'm looking right now, it looks like if I look at Florida, it looks like about, you know, somewhere between nine and 10 million people voted. How many people live in Florida? Like 60 million? No, yeah, no, not even close. Florida's 30. weird too, because we have snowbirds. They come back and forth. We're that? a lot of seasonal My travelers. 20 years? I don't know, 30. 20, 30, yeah. So, yeah, we got we got a shit ton of new voters 20. out there. Yeah. So it's half. Why did I think? Uh, maybe that's UK I'm thinking of. 65 yeah. million, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Why not one? So what else do you see out there, Adam? Ah, well, I mean, we had a couple of important things that passed in Florida. We had Amendment 1 that was up there, which was in a nutshell, pushed by the big power companies, and it would have prevented small people from being able to sell their own power back and maybe create their own little industries of being able to sell power. So that was a good thing to get knocked down. And then obviously we got medical marijuana. And then, you know, there's a couple of other things that I would say are personal to me. Uh, one in Palm Beach County, we voted a 1% increase on sales tax for uh, – um, education, but you know, that's bullshit. They squandered the last, uh, 1% sales tax that we gave them and we took it away. So I assume the same thing will happen in the future. Huh? Congratulations. So this Yay. morning you texted me, you're a little excited. Finally. Was that the first time you've been excited in a while to go vote? Uh, you know, it was very nerve wracking, um, experience just because the stakes are so high during this election. So yeah, it was the first time going to vote that there was a heightened sense in the air that was palpable. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, you probably didn't hear it here first, but it's probably one of the first places. Hey, Adam, what do you know about uh, Votecaster, if I can say that? Is some... that the app that people are swapping votes with? I don't know. I it No. It's, it's off a of slate. I kind of watched that today, and I noticed how um, Hillary was just barely ahead all day long. On every, on every state? All or... day long, yeah. And, uh, and you could click on each one of the states and it's supposedly, I think I didn't read all of it, you know, who does, but the vote caster says that it's, um, they're polling people as they're coming out and just trying to see if they're Democrat or Republican, I think is all they were doing. And Hillary was vote caster. I don't know. That's the question. Did you, do you know about it? Did you watch it? Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not familiar with that, but I do know that the polls are generally skewed to make them as even as possible all the way up till the last second. Yeah, and that's for advertising at the very least. Totally. So, yeah, it, it completely makes sense that that you would have that, especially when you're looking at how um, the actual votes have come in. Mm-hmm. It's been slight heads ahead in all the key states, and it's winning by small numbers. I think Florida is going to show as a win of by a hundred thousand votes, something like that, which is a ridiculously slim line. Mm-hmm. So, so why aren't they showing all the other parties on here? Well, <laughs> like, I'm, and I'm not, I'm being oh, serious. Well, Jill, like, because uh, if they're talking about three percent for these, like. Well, if you click Jill on the, if you got, click on the states, it says it says Gary Johnson got two point three percent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, I have a couple of friends that are having complete meltdowns on Facebook because the combined total between Stein and Johnson is two point nine percent. And if those people hadn't thrown away their vote and done a protest vote, then Hillary would be president. Oh man. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I hope Crazy. nothing bad no, comes not. to them. <laughs> Something might. I sure hope not. I wonder if it'll be that bad. Who knows? See, what What's going on with that? I mean, like, this isn't, to me, this isn't even a left or right thing. Like, it's really beyond that. It's a it's complete corruption at the top level, and it's fully exposed for the world to see. Why, why can't, me. why can't, like, are they really just ignoring all that? Like, how how can so many, and I'm not saying, like, I'm, you know, right or left or whatever, but I mean, is it, isn't it pretty obvious by now what's going on down there that they, they, they're not even just closing their eyes to all that stuff? I think the internet, man, if you look at what WikiLeaks just exposed with everything, it is so damning and so in your face and incontrovertible that it's really hard to avoid. I mean, it used to be if you had the media in your pocket, you could control what they report. Now they have the media in their pocket. They controlled what they reported, but WikiLeaks kept putting stuff out. So no, I no, mean, but why? We, no, but why? Why are so many people still so upset about, uh, or why are so many people still for Hillary with all the corruption and with all the exposed, you know? Well, it's one of the. I think it's social. It, it's it's my team versus your team. It's you know this idea that all these people in Hollywood are so incredibly pro Hillary, putting out. I, you know, you probably saw that you know video of all these celebrities, you know, going pro Hillary. It's I, I don't know. It's it's a weird mentality. Like I can't get it because I have friends that were on Facebook that were sharing things that were completely blatantly untrue saying, you know, like, well, you know, you don't even know that Hillary's not writing these emails. You know, she's not saying this. And I'm like, Oh my God, because I'm reading these emails that she is sending. I'm reading the emails that are being sent by the president to see all these legal, you're not even paying attention. So it's a weird disconnect where 
people don't even want to uh, access the information that's right there and available. Yeah. I don't know. But at the same time, look, I mean, within all that, Donald Trump is going to be president. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. think so, man. How do you, I, I don't see it happening. Still this yet. Hillary machine was like the best thought out, best prepared, best funded of anything ever in history. That's why it broke. I mean, it owned all the, the people. Donald owned... Trump's like the little dude in front of the tag. So what are you saying, Mike, that, that there's still Hillary's going to win then still? Uh, I don't don't, know, don't say that, Darren. That that did not bode well for for that little dude. No, no, I don't no. understand with that, much, with that much weight and push behind it. <laughs> did they just run him over? <laughs> with that much weight and push, like how could... I don't, I don't know. How could it happen? You know, that's that's what we're, that's the amazing. And does thing, government man. ever let things like that crazy happen? I don't know. Maybe yeah. Obama just has to start. A it war. could be. I mean, maybe it is out of their control. I mean, maybe it is uh, just like they underestimate the power of the new media, and 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 how everybody can just see through all the lies. I mean, except for California, of course. But well, the good thing is what this tells me that the system that we have actually is functioning. In other words, the votes aren't completely bought off because otherwise we, you know, with the, I would assume with the amount of money and the groups of people that are backing Hillary and well, the amount of corruption that sure. we've seen. Yeah. So even within all that, you can still have a victory like this, which means that the entire system isn't completely corrupt. And that's really happy to me because with the amount of uh, voting machines that are uh, being used, I have been perpetually terrified that there could be a landslide uh, election in the wrong direction. And I don't mean wrong socially. I mean wrong as in, you know, purposely miscounted. Yeah. So yeah. I get my uh, voting booklet from Alaska, which is the last place I voted. And they send you a booklet every time and it tells you all the people that are in there and all about them and everything. Oh, really? Donald Trump wasn't in the book. Like, Huh. It went through, it went with one guy that I'd never even heard of. I should have brought it tonight. Anyway, uh, one guy I hadn't heard of. I'll try to remember his name. And uh, Hillary. And then Jill Stein. But no uh, Johnson. And no Trump. I'm curious to see if Hillary will... Uh, and do, it's the official nice voting book. Like, that tells you all about the people that... So that you can vote, you know, so you can be knowledgeable what they want you to know. It I, was a misprint. Nope, nope. There, <laughs> it was an asterisk. It was an asterisk. And it said that Trump and Johnson didn't get their shit together and get their information to them before it went to print. Ah. Really? I call bullshit. Really? I call bullshit. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Now, how did you... Oh, so you voted by absentee ballot then, I guess? I don't think he voted. No. I can't no. support that system. I, <clears throat> yeah, that's the thing. I, if I was in the States, I might have just done the same thing, voted for Jill or, or uh, Johnson. You would. you would. Or not. Are, are you allowed to, like, screw up? What happens if you just wreck your vote, like, as a protest? Just don't go. Then you don't go just, just to wreck vote. your vote. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you just go down there and just, just like, scratch spit on the screen? <laughs> It's a touch screen, I think, most places. Well, it, it, no, there's a lot of, like, what I had is they have a card. It, it's really confusing. 
they have arrows and you have to draw a line with a pen in between the arrows and then you take that and you put it into a machine and then you don't get a count of actually what your votes were all it does is click up a number and say that your page was counted wow so that's how we use but you know in the past we've had different ones i know there's a couple of different there's touch screens that get used as well oh i don't know karmically i feel better when i don't vote so for the big one for the president one you know just vote on the local level local level is very important i didn't want to the local level too yeah and yeah and things like that very important support your local school if it's a good school so do do we, want, do we want to keep talking about politics then? Nah, or we're going to lose a whole by the years. time like we're going to lose yeah, every all our California listeners are gone. Yeah. Even though even though we didn't really say anything, you know. Let's switch gears. How about uh, uh What is that? Wrong one. How about Darren and Graham going deep? It's a profound UFO. Give me another pedestal. I got one. I got a good one here for you. I got a good one. Adam will like this too because Adam's been forwarding me these all the time. He's like, sorry for getting sick of me forwarding you these pedesta emails. But it's a good source for the UFO quote of the week. But that's a whole other paradigm with this. I mean, I just saw a show on breaking open the pedesta thing from. Uh, um, what's her name again? Abby Martin. Abby Martin. And it was mind blowing about Podesta and the whole organization and all that. Um, but why, you know, are the, the two that are getting exposed for the most corruption, like Hillary and Podesta pretty much are the two that the UFO community has in hopes of disclosure, right? Like, is it that? Cause they probably just fucking use the UFO card to get some money out of people sometimes. No, no, it's not. It's way deeper than that, man. It's way deeper. Oh, this is like fly- squashing you think the whole chance. The shit because that those guys were going to spill the beans on fucking aliens. No, 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 no. It even goes deeper than that. It's, it's giving, it's, it's pretending that the disclosure is going to happen from those two. And then it completely gets squashed and nobody else will bring it up after that. What do you think, Adam? Well, I think in light of finding out that Podesta is likely a Satanist, that he uh, probably thinks that UFOs are angels and demons. So, <laughs> yeah. So this is an email from uh, <clears throat> N. Merrill at hrcoffice.com, which is Hillary Rodden Clinton office.com to John Podesta. And it's CCing uh, Jennifer Palmier. And its subject is Mother Jones and UFOs. She says, you can't make this stuff up. John, would you like me to politely decline or say that our non-campaign has a strict policy of not commenting on extraterrestrial activity? And then the email that she forwarded says, Hi, Nick. Sorry for a second email, but I'm hoping to connect with someone about the story I'm working today. My story is about Podesta's UFO tweet from February and how UFO folks seem optimistic that a Hillary White House would mean a better chance at an actual U- uh, U.S. government UFO disclosure. It's a fun and lighthearted piece, and I would really, really appreciate a comment. I'm not trying to annoy you guys with this, but hopefully we can connect. Best, AJ. And he's uh, AJ Vissens, a reporter from Mother Jones. So obviously they're not taking it seriously, right? The original email is getting forwarded to John saying, you can't make this stuff up. 
Yeah, I, that's what I thought. That was from from <clears throat> the investigating I've done into the UFOs and the Podesta emails. They're mostly he's mostly dealing with people that have tracked him down somehow. Yeah, because his email was publicly available someplace. Well, what's happening is everything that I've seen is getting forwarded to Aaron Sepp, which is Chelsea Clinton, and she is then forwarding it to John Podesta because he has an interest in UFOs. But his interest obviously isn't that interesting because when people like Edgar Mitchell are talking to him, he's not getting into these real uh, engaging back and forth. It's okay, well, we'll try to set up a dinner. Exactly. I got one from Edgar if you want me to read it. Darren, you want me to read another one here for you? From, from who? From Edgar Mitchell to him? Yeah, shoot. Shoot. See if I got it here. Oh, no, no, it's going to happen again. I always. I bought you at some time. <laughs> Nothing. Perf- yeah, performance yeah, yeah. issues. So it says, uh, it says here, this is from uh, Terra Billionaires at AOL, huh? From jo- to John Podesta. So this is an email for John Podesta, care of Aaron Re Air Force Disclosure. Dear John, you will note the extreme timing of our request to meet with you and the recent announcement that the UFO U.S. Air Force just released secret files of UFO reports cited in the Blue Book Project. And then it provides a link. I grew up in Roswell and my family knew Oppenheimer. Let's get our meeting time and date set up ASAP so we can move forward on our unprecedented discussion concerning disclosure of our ETI from a contiguous universe and their connection to zero-point energy for humanity. Best regards, Edgar Mitchell. SCD, Chief Science Officer and Founder Quantrek, Apollo 14 astronaut, six man, the walk on the moon. One of what, 12 people? Uh, no. Something like that. How many people walked to the moon? 10 or 12, I believe. Yeah. There you go. Free energy. Free the people. Yeah. Anything free is good, right? Yeah. Nope. Not free crack. No, probably not crack. <laughs> right. Unless you're in Easter Club. <laughs> Easter. Oh. I don't have that one. <laughs> yeah, free energy, replicators, no money. So speaking Keep repeating of, that to yourself. Speaking of angels and demons, so how did your people in Florida take that news about the spirit cooking? Uh, <laughs> I actually haven't heard anybody really talking about it. So, you know, it's it's from my and, and this is something that's kind of interesting if you look politically. Uh, I, my social view has been mostly, uh, Hillary supporters and within the last like 12 to six, I don't know, probably 12 hours that is steadily started to die down to when I go on social media, it's almost zilch. It's all just now grousing. That's weird. eh? you know, I was watching Alex Jones for a bit just I never watched InfoWars but I started watching it just for a bit he was just babies and cows for 25 years he was just saying over the last five days it's been completely dead silent from the mainstream newspapers who usually write like 300 articles bashing him per day and they were dead silent over the last five days well Darren texted me with something that's I think is important too that the Hillary campaign canceled their fireworks celebration earlier today Mm-hmm. Last night they canceled. Or last it. night. Yeah. Why? Well, I don't understand the significance of that though. Because she was so sure she was going to win, and I think fucking what? Whatever polling that we what have, does that have to do with whatever polling it. that we have that shows what we think or blah 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 is for whatever reason that's bullshit. But something tells me that Donald Trump and the Republican heads and the Hillary Clinton and the heads of the Democratic committee, these people that elections are their thing. 
have a pretty good way of fucking judging numbers. So I think Trump had a really good idea, and that's why he chose which states he went to very carefully. And I think Hillary had a pretty good idea. And I think last night or at some point in the last couple of days, it came to a culmination that she's like, you know what, we're probably not going to win. So we probably shouldn't have a fucking $50,000 yeah. worth of fireworks on a no, boat. No, it's not a harbor. fucking monetary thing. They spent $3 million on Chelsea's wedding. You still look like a fucking idiot if you have to bolt your fireworks well, they used, back they, in. You were yeah, that but, cocky no. that you got your fireworks out there. What? But they no. used foundation money for that. Oh, did they? Yeah, Is that you didn't a joke? see that emails? No, no, that's no, no, not a joke. He's that's talking about Chelsea's wedding, but... Aren't you, Adam? Yeah, Chelsea's wedding was oh, paid I thought you were for... talking about the fireworks. No, but, but, but you oh. wouldn't, they wouldn't be concerned <laughs> over spending 50,000 fireworks if she lost. No, but it's just I think she knew she wasn't going to win. No. She needed the, like deposit back she was coming up on the 24 hours yeah it probably wasn't her what it probably was is somebody in the background reeling in and pulled a couple of strings to save money and didn't realize that that would be something that would be publicly visible because otherwise that's a string that you'd leave attached i would think i still i still don't get it, i looked though. at it yeah. as why would you totally. why would you even do that why wouldn't you just leave it yeah like just absorb that loss well, are they going to stop the making all that? Yeah, hats? I don't know. That's what I mean. I well, think it was Graham, a mistake. They, they didn't if, think if, they'd if, get caught. Like you, if you people yeah, don't if, realize what age we live in. That it's like, oh, you canceled the fireworks. Oh, well, now someone leaked that you canceled the fireworks. If you're going to win presidency in this, uh, the first woman president, you don't think there's going to be fireworks? It's just a good question. Yeah, I don't understand. So, I think she had decidedly. Someone had decided, had already knew that there was zero to the fucking. She still could win, Darren. This is like, this is, this is. You're not reading it properly. I'm not reading no, you what? Just, you don't get it. You don't get it. Are you thinking he's like, what about you, Mike? I don't know. This whole media. Darren's the numbers guy. This whole media <laughs> thing true. can't end. I ain't, I ain't arguing numbers with him. Like he technically hasn't won these ones yet, but they're like almost 100% in. It's, it would take like almost the rest of the votes coming in in these places. Every other vote that has to come in has, would have to be Democrat. It would be insanely unprecedented. And what he is about to win here could be, is going to be pretty significant if he turns the map as red as it looks like it's going to be. He's done. He's 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 he. He hasn't squeaked out. He's won significantly. If he ends up with three hundred and five to two hundred and thirty-three seats, they were saying it was going to be so close that he he would win in Congress if he was going to win. This New is York a major Times victory. Is reporting ninety-five percent now. So a week from now, what's the mainstream media going to be talking about? Dicks. <laughs> Anthony, we'll be back to Anthony. Who's a dick? <laughs> How Bill, mean, how Bill how Bill lost the White House but from a pussy and Hillary they, lost it by a dick? They start digging right away because they got they're thinking about twenty twenty. Oh, you think the media's gonna come around all of a sudden? No, they start, might throw gonna, them under they, the bus. No, no? Either, no, I think they're gonna start fucking you know, attacking Trump and getting ready. You know, just beating him down for twenty twenty so that it's not eight years. Trump's really gonna have his work cut out with him because he's gonna have the whole world against him, and he's mm -hmm. gonna have to do really well to win. If he's he's going to be held to a higher standard. Against him. If Trump's legit and he beat the Clinton Foundation, he could be dead too. They should yeah. elevate him to Caesar. <laughs> you know? I he guess supposedly when Julius Caesar. <laughs> tell me if this is wrong, but Julius Caesar, when he uh, got Egypt to come into Rome, they 
elevated him to God, right? Wasn't that on Zeitgeist or something? Oh, I can't remember now. You caught me off guard. I've seen those Zeitgeist movies so many times, too. You think all the Zeitgeist stuff is real? All the Christianity stuff and... I think so. They so. elevated him to God well, when no, he got with the, Cleopatra. The uh, their kid was the son of God. I don't know about that, but like the Bible stuff and the star stuff. Like I'm a big fan of Dave Matheson's, and that's what he talks about. You should take that book home. Oh yeah, this the star book where he goes through and how, talks about how the Bible is all, um. What is it? Allegory for star formations and the zodiac and procession. So seriously, if Trump, if Trump did this with like no money, got all the media on his side without having to pay them at all, and he figured all this out, and then totally everyone should jump behind him because he is like standing above all the others. If that's the case, that's kind of the way I look at it too. Is he managed real. to wade into the pool and just go right to the deep end. If it, if it's a true grassroots movement, then I mean that's what it comes down to. Or if he's just another paid shill or controlled opposition that'll now be turned into a paid shill. It's the people around Trump that concern me. That's true. Yep. But I mean, the guy's ego is big enough that I mean he's talked a big game. Now it's time to mega. Well, the scariest thing is, I think what you said, it's, you know, he needs to stay away from hot tubs, small airplanes, and the bench press, yeah. eat things out of cans. <laughs> you know, if only somebody <laughs> could have seen this coming. You did. There. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to have to have like a, a psychic prediction thing instead of a red book for you, sir. Darren's predictions. It's different when it's not, it wasn't psychic. It was just me being able to read the fucking, the, the landscape. I'm <laughs> shaking his head already. We should have believe it more if it was psychic than you actually <laughs> reading the landscape. <laughs> I should become a political pundit. I'll just guess. I'll just fucking fire out guesses. I think all you need is a bow tie. I think that's all you need. And a billion dollars. I'm a little worried how he's gonna how he's gonna how his health's gonna be in four years. You see them all just decline demonstrably. Oh, it could just be a mess. Uh, Who knows? He could be the worst president ever. But you know, yeah. But he does have potential for stamina. Like he's you know when you talk to the people that have been out there touring with him, he's been doing five tours a day, very strong physically. Insane, like they've yeah. seen they've never seen anything like it. And you know what the a benefit is is he doesn't. I don't think he's like a drinks a lot or uses a lot of drugs no, like he's gonna be he's, he's he's probably one of the healthier presidents. he doesn't supposedly he's, he's never most, drank well yeah. his brother died of alcoholism so it's been very personal for him from what i've heard like yeah nobody debates the fact that he's like completely straight edge yep. and scott adams actually made an incredibly good point because hillary's known to be a social drinker and he was talking about dehypnotizing people if they were, you know, um, under a Hillary uh, delusion. And it was just the idea that, hey, do you want this person in control of the nuclear codes? And he's like, okay, well, this person never drinks and never does any drugs, but this person is known to be a social drinker. We know alcohol affects impairment. Yeah, okay, that is an actual valid concern for a president. Yeah. Yeah. Alcoholism. Wasn't well, I think there's a couple of presidents that are like drunk all the time. Like back in the day, these well, fucking guys are just editing. drunk, sending people off to die. One of my favorite uh, Dan Carlin, one of my favorite Dan Carlin ep uh, episodes of Hardcore History was uh, 
What was it, what was it called was it again? The cons or just no, 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 no. It was about it was about uh, what would you call it? Drugs, drugs, and, and alcohol through through history, and it goes through that all the leaders and how fucked up they were. That's pretty mind blowing. Well, Kennedy had a doctor called Doctor Feelgood. I forget what his real name was. Doctor Max Jacobson. And I guess apparently he was just like shooting him full of all sorts of like meth and things like that, just in quote unquote vitamin shots. Yeah. Not just him. Yep. Methamphetamines. Oh yeah. He was doing a ton of the, uh, the super wealthy stars of the day. Yeah. Bingo, bango. Hey, you got a synchro? I'm going to play the Django. So now you got to come up with one. Yeah, I got, I got one. <clears throat> I want a good score for my synchronicity Graham reads it out, then Daramite give it to me Hey, don't you please read it low We should we should get Mike to tell us his little trip report too That was pretty funny Okay We tried to get him to stop before after we recorded but After so, the synchro So this is from, uh, I, think he can, I think I can say his name This is from Eric he said Don't say his last name, just don't say their last name and you're always okay The subject is sin. Crow. It's incredible. It's in crow. Like, hey guys. Like crow like the bird? Does yeah. this mean crow like the bird when you <laughs> fling your fingers out like a weirdo? Rel- crow. Hey guys, relatively new listener, but I've loved every minute of the approximately 20 episodes I've listened to so far. I have a rather lengthy story to tell, but I'll try and be brief. I've been going through a rough time lately battling an eating disorder. disorder. Long story short, I exercise myself nearly to death. One of the things that I have learned that I need in my life is a practice of energy. I mean, some sort of Qigong meditation or other attention paid to how my personal energy resonates with the natural energy around me and embraces my inner creativity. I really loved your episode in which you were speaking with Reese Thomas. I feel he and I have traveled some of the same roads. A big thing I did outside of the exercise was to subdue my creativeness. Your podcast has opened my eyes to not only the wealth of amazing thinkers out there, but also reinforced what I know I have within myself. Truly, thanks again. Now on to the synchro. I feel that throughout my life, I've always been in tune with events that happen around me that line up. I never knew there was an actual term or meaning for these things. Again, thanks. So about three weeks ago, I found this documentary about crows highlighting how intelligent they were. I began to watch fascinated with this new information. Then a little while after, there was an Instagram post about crows. Funny, coincidental, but nothing out of the ordinary. Today, I was sitting at the therapist's office, waiting for her to be what able... What did you say? Today, I was sitting at the therapist's office, waiting for her to be able to see me about... And I was reading a great article about studies done on members of the Corvid family. That's crows. During my, the chat with my therapist, it pains me to say it, but hey, it helps. She was relating her personal story about how close she is with nature. Appropriate because I have such a draw to the natural world. And she said that in one session, her Native American name involved crow. Casually, she gave me a book to read called Animal Speak, The Spiritual and Magical Powers of Creatures Great and Small. Now, like I said, I've listened to the show a bit, so I know the hallmarks of a good synchro when I see one. I stopped for gas, and while listening to an episode of you guys, I happened to look up in front of me, starkly silhouetted on a branch on the very top of a tree, bam, a crow. 
So I get home and I immediately look up crow and what it means in the symbolism according to the book. Crow. Keynote. The secret magic of creation is calling. So crazy, this is what I've been subduing that has been trying to get out in myself. I knew I had to write to you guys. As to say, as I sit, sat to write this very email, I pried off the top of a beer that I've never seen for sale in my local shop, but picked it up on a whim. And print, printed beneath the lid was a crow. <laughs> Too much. I'm in disbelief of the synchronicity of it all. I had to go for a quick jog after dinner to process it all. On my run, I remembered an article in a mountain biking magazine I had read recently. Name of the article? As the Crow Flies. Mind blown. But he was just thinking about a book he read a while ago? That doesn't count. But the, the crow on the cap. No, no, no. He was on my run. I remembered an article in a mountain biking magazine. Yeah. And then the name of the article ended up being the, As the Crow Flies. So I know my tail rambles a bit, but hey, I put a little, I, I put a little bit of me out there. Maybe there is no greater meaning to all of it besides the fact that I just had to write it all to get it out of my brain. Stay warm. Thanks, buddy. That was a great one. That was my favorite one because it reminds me of my hawk one a little bit. My cock? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a. Uh, I'll give it an eight. An eight. Oh, that's yeah. pretty good. Crows are super smart. They never forget a face. That's right. My cat killed a crow, and uh, oh, all the crows were like flipping out. A bunch out, of eh? crows like surrounded our house and like were, wouldn't leave for a couple hours. I think my wife ended up paying some passing by kids like five bucks to get the crow body out of here, and the crows left with it. Really? Yeah. Grace like climbed climbed the tree and like tackled that motherfucker off the branch. They like fell to the ground in a death spiral. Wow. She won. Wow. I don't think she had the right meme though. Grace? That wasn't yeah. <laughs> she wasn't very graceful at all. That cat. She's the type of cat you couldn't even look at in the eye. She just had this creepy look. All I'll the time. still fuck her up. Now she's a sweetheart. Mm. So what'd you think of that one, Adam? Ah, I think it was good. I like the part about the creativity, like looking it up, like realizing that's your that's your issue, one of your issues, and then you look it up and it's like Crow's got to bring out your creativity. There you go. That's that's like a compound synchro to me. You can have crow friends if you make friends with a crow and like feed it and shit. You have a buddy for life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, birds are pretty smart, man. They're now thinking that they're as smart as cats. Those motherfuckers used oh, to wow. be dinosaurs. Yeah, they found this. Uh, they've done some new research and found that the neurons inside of a uh, a bird's head, although they're larger, they found that they have smaller neurons that can more. Uh, efficiently compact so their brain is more dense in neurons than a larger animal so yeah it looks like they are actually really smart which i mean if you pay attention to birds and talk to them it makes sense totally you talk to a lot of birds all the time dude i got a couple of mockingbirds that i've been friended and i am currently trying to teach the baby mockingbird how to uh whistle the mario tune nice i, w- I would be pretty impressed if you could do that you should get him to whistle the grammarica theme well, I'm not that good a whistler. <laughs> I only got like five good notes in me. I don't even know how that would go. So we should go to Trip Report. Is that what we're going to do? Which Trip Report jingle should I play? Oh, I like the one with Terrence McKenna on there. The McKenna one? Yeah. Not the Grand America Trip Report. No. You know, fun. 
psychedelics are catalysts of consciousness. Didgeridoo. This is your spot. This is the one with a... This isn't the, the one. This isn't the one. <laughs> this, this is the ball in the tree, right? Yeah, I was. Just, I was gonna say it's not the one with uh, the dragonfly at the rave, oh, or no. not the rave at the festival. No, okay, okay. We'll save that one. Yeah, and that wasn't even a trip report though. We should have a new report for like a 1984 report or something. Should for make it electronic spy report. New world spam. New world spam. It's kind of weird telling the story when it's all. When you just told it, Built we tried like to stop this, you. Yeah. But just think, no, Adam will still be here it, for suspense. Adam will add that element. So I had a friend uh, in high oh, school. Oh my gosh! Wow, <laughs> it's a little too thick. <laughs> okay, I don't speaking, know about speaking this. Speaking in the mic, I don't know about this. <laughs> so we just uh, listened to interviewed with um, Niles Hecklin. Hecklin, yeah, Niles, and. Uh, he was talking about his documentaries all about psychedelics and such and, and kind of watching people, I guess, externally have trip or something. I'm not sure exactly. It's terrible the way I'm describing him, but, um, different episodes. So no, I don't know. And I don't really know anything about ayahuasca and DMT. That sounds just too heavy for me, but I'm old too, but I did mushrooms once when I was a kid and it was with some friends and, it was at their house and uh, their house was, I guess it's, it was on a nice bluff of a cliff. It's in upstate New York and it was like native land and it was special to the natives, you know, who knows, but all the trees in his yard were perfect. He had this willow tree. There was a great big tree. It must've been probably, I don't know, 60, 80 feet wide and 40, 60 feet tall. And you could go up to the tree at any point and, climb up it like a jungle gym it was like a perfect tree and we were playing uh frisbee and we ate some mushrooms right in his backyard they were all friends and i was invited there with one of them and so they all knew the yard and knew the place and they were kind of uh they were different than most other people i guess this group of friends these four boys and uh, we were throwing frisbees and baseballs and footballs and whatever. And there was a pine tree, a spruce tree in the middle of the backyard, which I think they used to decorate for Christmas rather than bring a tree inside. You just decorated that one every Christmas and looked at it. And uh, the ball, it was behind me and the ball went into the tree above me and behind me. And I turned and I looked and I couldn't find the ball anywhere. And all the friends gathered together and they were laughing and pointing and they were like, you have to ask the tree for your ball back. And I was like, I don't know, I was probably 19 or 20. Grew up in suburbia and I was like, my, I got to ask the tree for my ball back. Are you kidding me? And they're like, no, dude, you really have to do that. So I turned and, you know, everything around me, all the wind and everything stopped. Everything was watching me, like all the birds and everything. Everything was watching and I asked the tree, you know, like, hey, man, can I have my ball back? And they're like, no, no, no. You have to be polite. You have to, you know, acknowledge the tree and connect. And I was like, okay. So I, I kind of did that, 
grounded myself and asked the tree, connected with it and asked the tree, you know, can I have the ball back, please? And no shit, the ball dropped to the ground and rolled to my feet. <laughs> and all my friends were there. There was nobody else there. Was everybody flipping out? Like, ah! No, nope. they just started laughing and pointing, and they're just like, welcome to our club. For them, it was normal. Wow. It was totally normal. Welcome to their club. And so there wasn't a guy, like, in the top of the tree? like No. no? It wasn't that tall a tree. It was only, like, you know less than 20 feet tall, but like probably 12 or 14 feet wide at the base. But the point of all that was, is that the psychedelic changed the way you perceive things, whether that happened or not. Now my, I have in my experience and my, you know, that this thing could happen. The trees are actually, you know, alive and humans are actually just another little flea on this consciousness of earth. You know, and we are nothing. And if we continue to screw it up really bad, she's going to probably need some, you know, flea stuff. I could see how you could think that after listening to Rack Rasm and, and Niles Heckman talk about the earth and how conscious it was and how it's actually like helping us evolve consciousness through psychedelics. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's really weird I just thought about is because we just recently had fleas on one of our dogs being the end of the summer, but. Um, the stuff that they use to kill them is called Revolution, too. That's hmm. the name of the brand. The brand to kill the fleas? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Vive la Revolution. That's really weird. There's a synchronicity right there. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Yeah, that was a good one. We don't rate trip reports, but that would be way up there. <laughs> you don't have to give me a good scoring because I'm sitting in front of you. I don't rate them. Just synchros. Do you got anything new for us, Adam? Ah, uh, I don't know. I've been I've been laser focused on WikiLeaks for the last like week and a half. So crazy. So what's in there? Have you found stuff that we haven't heard to the media yet? No, pretty much all the big bomb stuff dropped and eventually got hit. So uh, I can't think of anything that hasn't really uh, gone out there. And, you know, uh, to hit back to the election for a second, one thing that was blowing my mind, even though I kept hoping for a bigger, bigger, bigger leak. Yeah. With as big as some of these leaks have been already, it's like if this isn't going to sway somebody's mind, then nothing will. It doesn't matter how big it's going to get. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. That's a really good point. Well, in 2008, AJ, if I remember correctly, was talking all about how, fine, put Obama in and everybody will wake up because of how bad he will be. He was pretty bad, but no one woke up. I think a lot of people have woken up. Yeah, I guess at least. At I least think right us, now from 2008, million. from 2008, we are way more woken up. The question is how much equanimity does everyone have because awareness and equanimity go together like two birds of a crow <laughs> a feather two wings of a crow did i say that yeah. right ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, i guess we'll see well, so hopefully we're still doing the show in four years hopefully trump doesn't close the internet or bomb canada most or license of, you out of it. That's right. Most of our listeners are in the States. So. Let's start a podcast union. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. We so, could span up a pretty quick little underground network pretty quick with our podcast fucking web. 
Well, I guess speaking of that, do you want to ask for some support or? We should. Do you want to do it this week? Support the show. <laughs> week two, we do need some help. Winter is coming. We got we got to pay the bills. It costs a little more when winter rolls around, of course. And uh, we have all our monthly expenses. And, of course, it really helps. Uh, we do this all out of pocket. And there's a hobby. We give all this stuff to you for free. We don't do any ads. We don't do any paywalls. We don't do any anything. We, all Everything we ever do, we give away for free. All we ask in return is that if you find a little value in the show from time to time you throw a little value back our way whether that be in the form of a one-time donation or a monthly subscription anywhere from a dollar a month to thirty dollars a month uh the most popular one seems to be the 555 which i think works out to about a dollar a show yeah some people send stuff to the p.o box too i, I just got a, a letter and a card actually from uh from our the person who helped us with the computer won the draw there. Um, Nikki the dude. Nikki the yeah, dude gave us Halloween card with forty bucks. Thanks, Nikki. Any candy? No, no candy. Ah, yeah. come on. Oh, he's from Adams State, I think. Isn't he from Florida? He's from Georgia. Oh, Georgia. Yeah. Um, I wonder how he's liking the laptop. The tablet? Is it Georgia? I could be <clears throat> wrong about that. Shit. Louisiana, maybe. I don't know. Nikki Anyways. knows. Nikki knows we know him. Um. He was here almost since day one. So anyway, yeah, if you find all those things, uh, if you can afford uh, five bucks a month or so to throw us our way, sign up there, and that that really helps. Uh, big thanks to those of us, those of you who already do. All the links are in the show notes. If it wasn't for you guys, who knows if we'd still be here. Uh, yeah, all the links are in the show notes. If you can't help monetarily, of course, you can always send in your synchros, trip reports, and such to Graham. Uh, sign up for the newsletter, and most important of all, Tell your friends about this show. Thanks, Darren. I should record that. You should. And just yeah, just uh, put on a button. No, no, no. Nah, that's better. That's better. Yeah, it's better this way. Doesn't seem to be any more effective. <laughs> <laughs> the margins are still at about one in a hundred. Yeah. And Adam, Darren turned me on to your show, No Agenda. And it's no, he's not no agenda. Oh, I this wish. Isn't? <laughs> I thought he, this I'm is what donations. You, no, no. The, the, it's he he listens to no agenda with like we do as well and uh, the guys that we have on bad. the guys that my we have bad. on are I've only um, listened to a couple and donators to the no agenda yeah. show yeah. so okay, it's all okay. it's all linked yeah oh this is adam anyway. loyal. this is adam loyal oh yeah <laughs> oh okay yeah yeah but uh i've only listened to a few of those shows but but no yeah. darren was on my podcast friends to know i see my bad my bad that's where i go for my political rants i'm kind of new to all that so sorry about that I'll put That's a I'll put a link to that in the show notes too. Friends to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Know your friends. So yeah. hopefully uh, next week, sometime we can do our celebration show, eh, Adam? Sure, absolutely, man. I think that's about it. Down. Yeah, and add, uh, and uh, we'll talk. What was I going to say? Oh yeah, enjoy the chat with uh, Angela Massini and Nick the Rat. Yeah, the uh, enjoy the bonus show. This was a bonus show, so. Send yeah. your cash. <laughs> so check it out. It's ninety five percent for Trump. Oh, here we go. This yeah, we yeah. should give him a file tally when we're off the air. This stops recording. And did you guys hear? Is Darren's prediction still? No, let, let, let's put it for the record. Graham thinks that it's going to be Hillary by a landslide, right? <laughs> no, Trump. Well, I don't know. No, no, no. I mean, I'm just worried that it's gonna not going to be this comeback thing. Like you know, you never know. Trump by a landslide. Hillary, Hillary wins. Hillary. I like that little Freudian slip. <laughs> yeah. Hillary. Hillary wins. I, 
I think uh, even at the low end now, the Times has them with two two hundred and eighty seats. Well, it's two forty four to two oh nine, right? So that's right. And there's a lot of red. Left. What what's considered a landslide, Adam? Like, uh, I I don't think this would be considered a quote unquote landslide, no, but it's certainly a. a uh, it's it's not as close as it could have been. I think two thirds is landslide, right? He probably oh, yeah, like he'll, like he'll have he'll have two thirds of the states. It'll be interesting to see what the overall majority vote is afterwards. You know, taking out the electoral college, that'll be a pretty good indicator of where America's at. You know, assuming the uh, validity of the voting system. Yeah, exactly. And there was probably a little bit less fraud this year. <laughs> Than usual. Uh, not if you're watching Project Veritas. <laughs> oh my God. The videos they were putting out today, you know, pastors, oh, really? uh, yeah, pastors getting their congregations together on video and putting them in buses and telling them who to vote for. Yeah. Just yeah, Bush, crazy Bush stuff. Did that. Yeah, but that's not really fraud, though, is it? It's just, well, it's just, well, it's, so no, many it's, it's, things. yeah, it's, it's under, under the article something, something. It is illegal for churches to engage and direct yeah. and do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty explicitly written and, yeah, they were breaking the law. Yeah, but they're 501c3s. That's right. Doesn't that mean they have to do what the government says because they give them the money? They don't give them the money. They're tax exempt, aren't they? That's the yeah, they're, they're tax exempt, so which is the so same as go, giving them money. There's got to be a string. So they were obviously voting Republican then, Adam? Or? No, they, no, no they, were, they were voting. Uh, Veritas don't go after Republicans. Well, yeah, because here's what uh, you're right, because Veritas didn't infiltrate the Republican Party. They infiltrated the Democratic Party. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, clearly there was probably fuckery going around on the other side. But I mean, geez, I think they're both screwing around. Mm. Definitely and then that goes to, to WikiLeaks guys. too. You know, they didn't get any of the stuff from the Republican Party. They didn't get anything from the Libertarian Party, which you know I think what really happened in the whole WikiLeaks things, if you really look at it, somebody in the Podesta emails, probably Podesta, uh, clicked on a phishing link and gave somebody all their information, and they logged in and downloaded everything. It was just that simple. It wasn't a quote unquote hack. It was just unencrypted emails. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the narrative changes to on that tomorrow. Well, I'm, <clears throat> I'm, I can imagine how difficult it is. I'm having a hard time with my new email, trying to switch emails from one. What are you shaking your head for, Darren? Because Just from the getting only it. person in the world I know that could be this. <laughs> no, 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 problems no, getting no. a new phone. You, you saw my emails are in in the wrong order. I'm, I'm trying fucking, to get them. I'm missing. I've got gaps of months that are missing I've and they're on one device and not on another like device. It. Like imagine in a big organization trying to get it sorted out and, and using Gmail. Never yeah. seen anything like it. I know. Well, I you guys, let me ask you a quick question. Would you guys be interested in, well, I shouldn't say interested in, I have hush mail so I can do encrypted end to end communication with somebody if I send them a message but I have to have an encryption key ahead of time. So if you guys wanted in the future, I could just email you a, or like physically mail you on a card, a word. And then if you ever wanted to communicate me, if you had a machine that you knew was secure, we could do that encrypted. I'm not too worried about that. Okay. As long as it's, as long as the word is not it. If WikiLeaks stems my emails, the like three people who them are going to be disappointed. (laughs) We might have to do that if Trump is legit and they clamp down on 
I just say that for the future. That way, if we ever wanted to do it, it's just in the bag. You know it. And yeah, I think we should do it for sure. The Edward Snowden app for texting. Uh, signal the one that's been infiltrated. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> James makes me use it. He's the only person I talk to on it. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's probably CIA. James is yeah. I'm outing him. He's I know. I thought about that actually. <laughs> James is infiltrating Grimerica. Yeah, he's our, he's Grimerica's handler. He's, he's not a skydiver. He's special ops, dude. <laughs> NSA special ops. <laughs> I've thought about James, it. James, you, you've thought about if James is handling you? No, us. <laughs> <laughs> That's only in his dreams. <sighs> well, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, let's do this. Okay, so well, where is it at? Are you there? Are you still? Are you still it's an hour. No, no, no. I mean, where's the, the, the election oh, at? Oh, it's like, like 305 so every, projected for Trump. Right now it's 244 to 209. So everybody still thinks it's going to happen then? Yeah, it's in the it's over ninety five percent. I think I think CNN tweeted out ninety nine percent. That's crazy. People must be losing their shit in in, in parts of Hollywood. <laughs> People are packing oh, up oh, to move uh, to this Canada. This is great. Seth Seth Mc. Oh, I wish I had it here. Seth MacFarlane actually put out a very clever quote, although I don't agree with it. And it was a Twilight Zone quote, and it was something like, uh, "Yes, Andy. Yes, Andy. We will." Shit, I wish I remembered what it was. Yeah. yeah, I'm not too sure about that one. I don't remember that Twilight Zone episode. Anyhow, enjoy the uh, chat. Enjoy. Hope you enjoyed the bonus up. Do you think Trump will put himself on Mount Rushmore? He should. <laughs> all the faces. Chip them all off. <laughs> I'll redo them all. Enjoy the chat with Nick the Rat and Andrew Lemonacy. Lemonacy? And I said, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Not how Graham says it. Not how I say it. Nice to meet you, Adam. Nice to meet you too, sir. Not Adam Curry. Adam Oil. Oh, friends to know. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, you can be because you're my co-host. I'm under yours. Yeah, yeah I'm like your subordinate. Yeah, so, you're my patsy. I should actually ask you to call me uh, M. Andrew Jones. Just uh, or or add that in there. I have too many names. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Actually, I see Andrew Jones coming by in different uh, mediums, and I wonder if you're a Lamessini or a Jones or what's going on. So um, Lamessini is my real name. Jones is my. Oh wow! Now I'm even pr- pronouncing it that way. Uh, it's Lemasani, but um, yeah. <laughs> so, Jones is my pseudonym, my nom de plume. It's it's Lemonassi. Lemasani. Lemasani, you sure? I'm positive. You haven't corrected John C. Dvorak yet. I don't think. <laughs> or me. <laughs> you know, John. He actually said it right once, and Adam like instantly corrected him to the wrong pronunciation. That's pretty funny. So the one thing we have in common, all four of us, is we obviously contribute in some way or another to the No Agenda show, which, uh, I mean, you know, we're not really an advertisement for, but we do talk about it a lot. Darren's actually got the shirt right now on, but we do talk about it a lot in this podcast because it it kind of overlaps with stuff we, we talk about all the time. And once I started listening to them, which wasn't too long ago, actually just after we started ours, so about three years, I mean, even though I knew the media was full of lies, after listening to John and Adam and uh, Deconstruct a little bit, now I can't really I can't really watch the media or listen to the media at all anymore. I have zero patience for it. It's, it's, I used to feel crazy until, until I heard their show, and I was like, wow, that's kind of how I feel, and nobody else shares this opinion. So it, it helped me uh, mentally, that that, uh, that podcast. Man, we might have never found yeah. him if it wasn't for the podcast. Because remember, it was the producer of that other weird show that told us to check out No Agenda. Yeah. Well, I looked for them. I was told about them like probably just after they started. And I legitimately did a search for No Agenda. This is back like uh, probably seven or eight years ago. And I couldn't find them. I didn't find them on my podcast. Like, I think it was, I was just using a podcast app on iTunes or something, there something like no that. was no podcast app on, oh, like an, on actual computer? Yeah. So, I mean, I, the, the first time I tried, I've, and then I forgot all about them for years. So, and I think that would have ruined our podcast. Like, if I would have found them too long ago, I don't think we would have done this. Would we copy on them, you think? So, or no, not. I just wouldn't have even done it. I wouldn't have gone down the same rabbit holes that I went down to get to where I am now. Well, you're like their podcast in a suitcase is going to take off. Uh, I don't think so. The what? The podcast in a suitcase? Yeah, like five hundred bucks. Yeah, I've been waiting for that fucking thing to come out for a couple of years now because I'm pretty intrigued about the idea. I mean. I'm pretty happy with the setup we've got now, but I would be it would be pretty cool to have that thing for traveling. Yeah. Cause originally it was gonna be like the size of a small book, I think, but it's getting bigger. <laughs> I would just like to have a dedicated audio machine. Because I'm always messing around with my audio and then it gets all fucked up and then uh but if you just had like one dedicated thing for it, dude, it'd be handy, I think. Actually, that's just what we actually we just fundraised for a new studio recording computer, and that's kind of what we had we had now, we have now because that was difficult for us as well. We had this really old Mac that was about to crash, and now we have a a brand new Mac recording computer computer just for that 
But I mean, I think so many people are doing it in all these different ways. Like basically laptops or a lot of people are just recording on their iPhones. So I think this whole suitcase podcast thing is, is, I mean, obviously that would be the way to do the best quality. Like if Adam built something like that, but I mean, I think that quality is good enough now for most people that there's all these different easier ways to do it. Just don't bring it to school with you. They might think it's a bomb. <laughs> we didn't put a little digital display on it. Paint the digits so, on the outside of it. Or a clock. Well, how long have you been listening to the No Agenda show, Adam? Andrew. Andrew? <laughs> the, um, gee, my brother introduced it to me about, I want to say... Shortly before show 200. Holy so, cow. Yeah. I'm thinking we got while. in around 600 or so. If that. It was late 600s. Had to be. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was all in as soon as I heard it. I was like, you guys are great. Wow. And Nick, you were in there oh. around that time, right? Because your first artwork was what? Episode 218? Yeah, it was something like that. I got on because of uh, Twit, and uh, I was all into that Twit TV crap with Leo Laporte, and, uh, and John was on there, and I was blown away by John, and then I followed him from there to No Agenda. And huh. yeah, so see, it's been a pretty long time, a few years, and I listened to, I think, every episode since then. Believe me. And then you I do won't... your own podcast as well, eh, Nick? What, do you, what, do you, what is that called again? Uh... I think it's just Nick the Rat Radio. Yeah, uh, right, right, yeah. I, I sometimes call it Midnight in the Sewer, but when I do the show at midnight, I'm kind of sleepy and really stoned, so <laughs> earlier, so I have more energy. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's just, tough that's, to hold out till midnight when you've been smoking grass. Yeah, it's just, I'm just like, hey, and next song is Goodnight. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that no more. So I usually just do it at like six o'clock on Wednesdays. What do you chat about? You know, uh, I have a phone line. People call in and talk about aliens, uh, Bigfoot. And I, I basically play music and, and uh, do news reports and play the news. So it's, it's like a weird mix of, of everything. I don't know. It's like uh, what I heard was like Jerky Boy gets kind of in between music. I was, I was sort of, I, uh, uh, Grand Theft Audio, Grand Theft Audio, Grand Theft Auto and Fallout <laughs> like, with the, the radio station in the background. So that's kind so of you were, Last time you were reaming on uh, Mother Teresa and um, who's the other one? Mandela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody escapes the, the wrath of Nick the Rat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was listening to, to your last episode uh, of uh, when when you're talking about uh, lucid dreaming and stuff. Yeah, I got some tips. I got tips to help you out. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, I'd like to hear that. So, oh, tip, tip. I'm gonna play the jingle. Hang on, yeah, Darren's got a jingle for us. Is it real or a dream? What does that even mean? <laughs> lucid dreaming. Uh, so tip number, I know this is going to be hard for you, but, but don't smoke weed that day. Oh, yes. The, it's not hard really, for me. I don't yeah. smoke weed. So, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So don't, so, yeah. don't smoke weed. Uh, Cause weed that stops your, 
it's, it stops your your dreams from happening. Uh, uh, tip tip number two is is drink water before you go to sleep because it's it's good to be like at a, the waking state sort of. And when you when you got to pee, you kind of wake up fast. I, I one of you guys peed in the bed. I remember hearing that too. I used to pee Oops. in the bed. Yeah. Somebody had a dream of peeing, and then they woke up. And yeah, that's, that's Darren. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, guilty as charged. You know, lately, that wasn't recently, I've for the record. <laughs> I, 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 I had dreams where I was peeing, but I wasn't peeing in the bed. I did that once. And so I was is that like some sort of accomplishment? That's pretty good, right? I don't know. I think maybe you peeing were just about to. In the bed? That was a warning shot. <laughs> You got up in time. I didn't. Because I think in my dream, I've always finished peeing by the time I wake up. So did you actually pee during the dream, or were you just about to pee? No, I actually peed in the dream, but I didn't pee my bed. Yeah, that makes sense, because you can come come in your dream and not really come, or you can have a wet dream. Both, I think both of those work, right? You think? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it's really hard to... You think? <laughs> I keep people keep interrupting me. <laughs> I need to find a new place. Do you know what I did to have better dreams? I climbed up a mountain and I threw a bottle of rum off of it. That work? Yeah, but do you know who Gordon White is? No, I haven't. He has. A, he's the. He wrote this book called Chaos Protocols, and he has this big, long thing about... Yeah, so I went and did one of those on top of a mountain, and that that gave me better dreams. Why run? Uh, well, more vivid dreams. Mm, I don't know. That was just what was described. Is that the Gordon White we had on? The Chaos Protocols guy? Yeah, I think so, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, yeah. New book, uh, yeah. his new book, the ships, uh, Starships or whatever? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been getting some strange dreams. Huh. Did you have to go all the way to the top of the mountain? Or can you just like go up I the mountain? I didn't have to go up the mountain at all. What? I just did that on top of it. I, Darren's not following you. Uh, oh, there's this whole... Yeah, there's a silly ritual for getting dreams in one of his books. So I was bored, so I went through with it. So what is it? Did you go through it? Uh, let's see. You, um, oh man, I don't have the book with me at the moment, and I have all my stuff packed away because I'm moving tomorrow. So are you metaphorically but climbing the, the mountain then? No, there was a mountain in my backyard. It's like half a mile away. And so I climbed up it one day, and there's this big long ritual in one of his books, and I stood on top of the mountain, and I did that to try and get attention. Okay. And then I, and part of the ritual is a bottle of rum, and you pour it in each direction as you summon, as you call the the spirits of the directions to you. Uh, yeah, essentially just beg their favor. Yeah. Uh, so essentially, I just climbed a mountain, and I was begging the favor of the universe to to notice and help me in in my endeavors. And that has given me some did, 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 did it work? Did they did they come for the wrong? Uh, I have no idea. 
But your dreams have improved. But my dreams are, they're kind of crazy. You should try that, Grow. I yeah. think you should. Oh, I know. Test Darren out. can tell that I've, like, I'm thinking of trying that. You got to go to the top of the mountain, though. No, I got lots of mountains just, around here, man. I can yeah, go to the just top. Just go to the top. You can't go, like, halfway up. I can go to the top. There's lots of mountains here. I climb up to the top of mountains all the time. So I want to see a picture. I want to well, see a selfie really to, you with you at the rum on the top of the fucking mountain. In your, in your backyard. Don't drink the whole bottle of rum. I barely touched the... No, I took, like, a sip. Uh-oh, no, does he no, have I to can't. drink the rum? He, he doesn't have to drink the rum, does he? No, I didn't drink the rum. I okay. sacrificed it. I poured it out. Okay, I poured I, it for the direction. Because I don't want to drink any of it. You don't like rum? No, I just, I'm, I'm an alcoholic, so I can't drink at all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I'm not that's an alcoholic. <laughs> I know a lot of alcoholics. danger of my profession. Uh, so, so, so you had, did you ask for dreams specifically or were you just asking for that more of that in, in general thing? Um, I think because it was like from the ritual I took from Gordon White's book, um, I kind of modified it. I did most of what he said and, and morally I just elaborated on what he said to do. Yeah. And he said that if nothing else, this would give you really vivid dreams. Oh. And that's, that's what I've gotten out of it. So, wow. so yeah. what's your uh, tip number three there, Nick? Uh, tip tip number three is uh, what I did too, right? Uh, water. Uh, actually, I got like maybe four tips. Before you go to sleep, you also have to like do like a, a mantra in your head, saying that you you know you're going to sleep. So as you're falling asleep, you have to be like, "I'm going to sleep," and just keep saying that. Kind of helps you. Uh, to see your dreams for what they are when you're there. But uh, you could also set your alarm for like three, four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Kind of like disrupt your dream. Yeah. That helps too. And uh, uh, finally, I've seen in dreams like uh, the the lighting always seems to be really tonal. And if you could notice that in your dream, you could sort of know you're dreaming and stop and kind of control it from there. Okay, that's nice. Okay. I wake up at like three or four in the morning, like almost every night. Then you should be able to do the wake back to bed method, right? Where you, you wake go, up and then you pee. go back in. That's when you're supposed to be able to get into the dream easier and lucid dream easier. <laughs> What's that? All right. This is Graham and Darren. Do you guys have dreams at all? Uh, I do. Darren doesn't much because he smokes a lot of green grass. I'm, I yeah, Medication. <laughs> It does lower the dreams. I've noticed this too. Yeah. It's kind of like a fight. It's like, do I want to have really cool dreams or do I want to have really cool waking life? <laughs> well, McKenna said he was, Dennis McKenna said he was offsetting it with something. Oh, really? Yeah, with some sort of, because he said, because I said that and he was like, no, that's bullshit, man. He's like, I smoke a lot of weed and he's like, I still have cool dreams all the time. But he was doing some sort of tease or something. I should email him. And, uh, yeah, find out because this comes up a lot in our podcast: lucid dreaming and pot and dreams and lack of dreams and people giving us advice on lucid dreaming. Huh. We should make a book. Yeah, the lucid. It'd be a divorce book ever because no one, not not Graham can't do it yet. It'd just be a fucking. <laughs> I guess it could be a comedy. Uh, I can't do comedy. it. Like, I can't it, do any of the taking like, control and flying stuff. I, I could do it. 
Graham could be the Carl Pilkington of the uh, of the lucid dreaming world. <laughs> but what's your guys' favorite uh, no agenda meme right now? Clinton uh, Foundation. Yeah, there was another one I like too that just came out. Now I'm trying to remember what it is. Too, I'm too high to. Your Ortel show on the foundation. That was a great, by the way, the Charles Ortel. Oh, yeah, thanks. Most hate mail ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like when they read their hate mail. That's that's my favorite part. <laughs> what's, the, what's the meme I'm thinking of? Oh, the new one, the drug. You know what it is that recently, which blows me away and that they ha- we haven't talked about more? Is uh, the, the drug the drug shit right? That crate and drug stuff, and how the fucking pharmaceutical companies just waiting to get their little fucking patents on it and just destroy the the legality of the fucking natural part of it that's really helping people with no side effects. It fucking drives me nuts. Schedule one narcotic. Oh, it's dangerous. It's real dangerous stuff. I'm joking. <laughs> It'll get you off opioid. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem, right? I mean, both of those are bad. So they need to patent it and they need to get you off of opioids. No, get you on or opioids. keep you on the opioids. Yeah. <clears throat> Wasn't there like a news story recently about like they came out with these fake opioids that that don't give you any bad side effects or something? I read about that recently. It's probably bullcrap. Synthetic opioids, more synthetic. But then, but then you wouldn't have to get prescriptions for the side effect stuff. So that's just working against the overall plan for those guys. I'm googling right now. See if I can find it. Nick the Rat is high on uh, placebos right now. So oh, on the placebos. (laughs) That's what they are. The new synthetic opioids are just placebos. So what's what's what are you uh, what's your meme meme of the day, Andrew? Hmm, I actually hadn't thought about it. So uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm coming up dry at the moment, actually. So you just thought but about the I question, always like the donation segment. Really, like the the long one or just the uh, the, the first one? Mostly the letters. You know what people have to say. The the first one mostly because that's where they actually read the letters or all of them. But sometimes some of the other ones get through some of the good lesser letters. Yeah, mine's the first one too because that's when they'll say my name sometimes. That's right. Well, more times than any other artist, I bet, eh, Nick? Um, I think so. Maybe. Yeah, have you got the record? Are they, is anybody keeping a tally of that? Uh, <laughs> There's the uh, no agenda art generator. Yeah. But there's no uh I don't have the stats for it. So but the whole clit clitor. <laughs> Kator? I I think that's his name. It's Paul. He's he's probably got the, like more stats. But uh all the art before two hundred, I think they somebody deleted it. Like I think the artist deleted all the art and they haven't submitted before or after that. It's uh it's weird. I don't, I'm not too sure. Because hmm. there's a lot of stuff before I started submitting, too. But it's not on the art generator. I love the Dvorak rants. That's not really a meme, but I like when John goes off on shit. John T. Curry's pet peeve of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, actually, right now, I think I really like the turkey stuff. 
and what's going on with uh, Erdogan and Gulen and uh, ISIS and and what a mess. And the nine eleven shit and vetoing uh, Obama the twenty eight pages the twenty the yeah Obama yeah. vetoing the legislation to sue Saudi Arabia. I think Andrew's line is bugged. I was just thinking that. Yeah, it does sound like the classic yeah. FBI bug. Yeah, that's Andrew, the one they want you to know it. that's there, though. Yeah, yeah. Are you from a free company? But am I what? Uh, do you work for the CIA? <laughs> no. <laughs> so the funny you thing have is, to tell no. us if you do. The, <laughs> the funny thing is, the last guest that we just had on before we just started recording with you guys, I got an email from somebody that was saying he's uh, like an Illuminati, like non-lethal weapon agent and like a uh, shill for the Illuminati, like basically one of the head bad guys. And, uh, and uh, you know, so the whole time I've uh, Dr. Richard Allen Miller and, uh, and the whole time I was trying to get like, well, not the whole time, a couple of times I was trying to, you know, get, get it out of him that like, well, you know, people are accusing you of being a shill on these forums, like above top secret and all that, but he, he wouldn't really, he did a really good job at at answering another part of the question that wasn't really directly related <laughs> with that. And I was like, he's either really, really good or he's just oblivious to the question I'm trying to ask. <laughs> Looking at pictures of him, he can't be evil. This guy looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he, it's hard to believe. What does he talk about? Oh man. He's hard oh, to believe. Fuck. He just, no, it's, it's, he makes sense. Like, well, it seems to make sense. Yeah, bl- like, black budget tech, physics and metaphysics, and nano nanoparticles, and alternative agriculture, and prepping, and we got really and he really talked about what was it? Uh, ca- oh shit, cavitation. Cavitation. Oh yeah. So we so got into yeah. Yeah, like under- when you put your head back on. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's like <laughs> the shit generated by like a. Uh, either the prop of a submarine, those bubbles that it's generating. Or just restructuring water, how it actually creates a... Yeah, the void created. If you, like, if you like drop, say, a cannonball in the water, it's going to, like, it drags a pocket of air down with it, and then at, at some point that pocket of air is cut off from the outside world. And that's, like... But yeah, but then it just cavity. floats back up to the surface and pops, right? Yeah, no, that's but it changes the structure of the water. Actually, yeah, it does something to it. So it changes it from O two to N to uh, O O three from H two H two O three or something like that to H three O two H three O two. Yeah, Does the fish get high if they do that. <laughs> Probably, yeah. near as I, I can tell. How the, much of it changes? It can't be. And I, I guess that's the same. It's well, kind I don't of a, know about the how much of the volume changes because. Can I make a career of this? Can I just go and like this? Do people buy this? What yeah. is this water for? It's it's pure. Or? Just pour it over your crystals. H- pour it over your Himalayan salt crystals, and you get the same thing. No, I don't think you can buy the water. Yeah, you, well, you can, can you? do it yourself, right? Uh-huh. Like you can put it in the sun in a glass jar and then pour it over crystals and then you let it sit in the sun and it restructures the water, like physically changes the molecular structure of your water and makes it way healthier. 
I can oh. Okay, so you just pour the salt crystals in your in your water and then you set it in the sun. Isn't yeah, interesting? first you have to Yeah, this isn't it. what he's saying. This okay. is what I that I I've, I've been hearing about lately and I tried to ask him about it, but he, we got into the whole cavitation thing because the Which cavitation also that. changes the structure of the water. Well, no, it's a similar process. It's similar, but yeah. different. This is more have you ever heard this of, has more um, implications Greg? in like cold fusion. Yeah. What's okay. that? What's that cool. answer? The have you ever heard there's this researcher named uh, Greg Pollock? Yeah, he mentioned he, he his work. A book called the uh, the fourth phase of water. Yes, that's what he was talking about. I did read that. That was very interesting. But I don't remember. Yeah, this is something else. This sounds interesting, though. It it is. And I, I mean, heard the the salt and the something about the salt in the sun. I thought they were saying, and then you drop it in water, but. It's got something to do with not only the minerals and the stuff in the in the salt, but also this. It's actually the water pouring over, like it mimics a stream, right? Like, like water, f- fresh water from a stream is structured differently than bottled water. Like, but I I don't know like the physical details of it, but it's supposed to be way healthier. It's, it's, <laughs> no, it's over my head too. The yeah, it gets yeah. Okay, interesting stuff. I can't wait to hear it. So do you work for the CIA? <laughs> yeah, it definitely does. I got $5 on that. <laughs> no. No, I don't. I'd have to tell you if I did, right? That's so right. That's in the rule. You have to tell us. What did you have? I do. I have to tell you. My buddy, uh, this guy I know was just at a festival in Virginia, and he swears he's seen a dragonfly drone. He thinks the whole fucking festival falls a big CIA psyop. Really? Yeah. What the? And this is the first time I'm hearing about this. I would just. I just heard about it on Sunday. What kind of festival? Like an EDM rave music festival kind of so. thing yeah, with I a fucking so. dragonfly drone? Yeah. And they're in there like infiltrating like they did in the '60s with the with the acid and the music festivals and all that. that. And he's a real interesting cat. We should have him on the show sometime. He's a total hippie. I was at a rent fair and there's a lot of bees flying around. <laughs> there you go. But were these uh, dragonfly drones like the size of dragonflies? Yeah, he said it was all black and he said it didn't have the like uh, metallic y, gasoline kind of gloss like dragonflies usually do and the wings didn't have any real translucence to them. You think they, they would like fake plastic? That at least, right? And then uh, he said it looked like it had. Uh, Almost like little rocket launchers on the back, which is probably the battery pack. And he said he was got, like chasing it. Oh he yeah, was, he was trying to catch it. Oh and it yeah, went away and it like went over a fence and turned around and looked back at him. Oh fuck! No way. Was he tripping on something though? Probably. I, I, he said he didn't say he was taking any drugs. I don't know. If but he was at a festival. He was at a festival. Well, you go to festivals and just creep around. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows? He could have been. He could have been. I, he didn't say that. He was on the. I'm assuming he was sober. Yeah, but even still, it's pretty. It would have been crazy. Yeah, man. He said next time he's going to bring a net. But if you catch it, they're probably going to come looking for it. I'm sure it self destructs into nano particles. Yeah, are they coming get you? You got to. You need like a little Faraday cage to throw it in right (laughs) away, so the signal can stop (laughs) going. Make make a Faraday cage net. Could you? That's right. It just, just disappears. Do a wire, a mesh wire net. 
Yeah. Poof. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you could use, yeah, if you got like, uh, I wonder if you could just use like a strainer, like a steel strainer, like a, <laughs> put that on the end of a stick. But I mean, you do always run the risk that it just fucking explodes if it loses contact so no one can steal the tech. It fucking blows your face off. No, you don't get to see those drums. Blows your face off first. As soon as you take yeah, the off, high. boom! So, did you guys watch the debates last night? No, no, no agenda does that for me. Yes, me too. I know. It's yeah, hard I didn't to, watch it. I was thinking about turning it on for a bit. I didn't even, I forgot it was on until the halfway through, but that's what I rely on John and Adam for to give us the highlights and deconstruct yeah, it. They can watch it. And a couple other podcasts too uh-huh. that, I, that I listen to for that, that type of thing. I'm a little, I'm a little burnt out on the Clinton and uh, Trump stuff. I'm ready for it to end. Yeah, me too. Get this election over with. Another month. Stein. Yeah. So you guys I, I, are b- both in the states, right? Where are you at, Nick? I'm in Brooklyn, New York. I'm in New York. Nice. And I'm in Holiday, Utah. Utah. I got another buddy that's in Utah. They have nice mountains. He said he's. <laughs> he said he's like two hours from Vegas. Oh, okay. He's down in St. George. Yeah, yeah, that sounds that sounds familiar. He's actually a, a cop, a drug cop. You sure he doesn't work for Area Fifty One? That's pretty like about two hours from Vegas too. Less I than that, even. Think he works for the War on Drugs. Really? Eh? I think so. Yeah. He's doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> he said it's messy down there, though. He's like every day he runs into heroin and fucking meth. Every day. He's like, it's an anomaly if I don't see heroin or meth in my shift. Does he talk about fentanyl at all? No. Just heroin and meth, really? I don't think fentanyl is getting down there yet. Maybe it is. I it's don't know. It's not populated it's big, enough? Yeah, it could not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the population density of Utah. But Are you starting to see Kratom? Yeah, Kratom. Holy fuck. That's when you, that, that's when you just give up and go home. By all Do you guys actually know anybody that uses it? Because I've never heard of it before this whole episode. No, I've never heard of it either. And I'd, nope. I'd imagine it's either already or outlawed in Canada or they don't even give a shit. It's one of those two, I would say. Well, you'll follow in six months. I don't think they've even outlawed that. Uh, have they outlawed? Can you just still get... Uh, what's that black shit you smoke? Ash? No. <laughs> Peyote? I forget what the fuck it's called. Uh, Ibogaine? It's like sativa, something like that. K2? Salvia? Salvia, yeah, that's right. Can you still buy that in the States? I don't think so. Not really. I think you can still buy yeah, that I'm at the sure. head shops here. You can still buy pot seeds at the head shops here, which is weird. Are you sure it's not just him? No, it's no. You go even go, go by strain. Okay. When you went to the weed dispensary, did you see any old women? <laughs> uh, I did. No, I did. 
It was definitely not mostly old women, though. No, it was, there but was a there lineup was, at one point. Yeah, there was there was an old woman. That's awesome. So when do we get to start growing hemp again? We do grow hemp. That'd make a great hat. Grow hemp again. <laughs> grow hemp. Grow hemp again. Make make hair. Yeah, it could be like a make Trump America thing, right? Hemp again. Yeah. Make hemp American. Yeah, yeah fucking cut, again. cut down all that GMO corn, grow some hemp, get some fucking cows and chickens running around in there eating and shitting and fucking whatever else. And you make potato chips out of hemp? And then make uh, rope. Probably. If you can, I'll eat them. I'll, I mean, I got some little hemp... Uh, hemp, hemp arts or hemp Yeah, or and they're fucking good. These little hemp, uh, they're like little chocolate. It's like... Uh, but it's not uh, THC filled? No. No, it's just a little energy. No, hemp doesn't. Hemp yeah. doesn't have the THC. Hemp doesn't get you high, motherfucker. It just has, just has everything else. Paper, it makes clothes rope, and yeah. paper, rope, and basically cars. You can Fuel. run the whole world. <laughs> yeah, you can basically run the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. You can run the whole world and cure most diseases with fucking these plants. Which is why it must be illegal, along with all the other stuff. No, what actually, is- I have to say... I feel like alcohol has its place. There's a lot of alcohol bashing. And I just want to set the record straight on spirit. Well, we call them spirits because they have medicinal value. You know, they shut down the mind, they shut down the body, but they open up the heart. That's why people get, get, you know, all violent and ragey or weepy or jubilant. And that's why we call it spirits. Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't villainize alcohol, but I, I guess I just use it because it's an easy argument. It's an easy argument. It's, it makes it, so somehow it makes it seem easier to get it across to people when you can compare it to something that's legal and is being abused. And so destructive, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. And it's like, um. I know I'm a much better person since I quit drinking and well I think it's yeah I mean it's much more difficult it it has a, a bigger pull than and is more hard and has more of more of a downside than weed in my opinion hangovers it's like meth has even more of a downside don't do meth kid and I do still enjoy like I, I don't not drink like I'll still you know every every few months have some wine with the wife or you know go out for someone's birthday and I'll get fucking drunk and I'll have a blast doing it in the moment it's fucking you know you're laughing you're uninhibited and just having a great time and then you wake you up cross that line or, or you three drinks and then yeah and then a couple of th- one or two things happen either you have a great night and wake up with a terrible hangover. Or you drink too much and have a fucking terrible night and wake up with an even worse hangover. Or you yeah, could well, if it ain't working for you, then don't do it. What was that, Nick? Uh, if you drink too much, you might get chased by dragonflies. <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah, talking about that in, in eighties, like eighties when we, when I used to smoke dope when I was younger. We used to make the comparison, me and my buddies, about alcohol and, and pot. That was back in like 86, 87, probably. 
To me, eight. Like, like I was, we used to compare that goal. Look at like we're sitting around a table getting high, and it's way different than just sitting around the table getting drunk. I think it compares more to like we were talking about before the show, fine wine. Like sitting around smoking a joint can be sort of it sort of does it, to me equate with maybe sitting around and sharing a bottle of wine with four or five friends, where you know no one's really getting you're not getting drunk. But you're just getting that, you know, and it's kind of, I, I hope that's the route that it takes through legalization and doesn't just become like, bud, Pilsner and fucking whatever other beers are popular down there and fucking instead it just stays like fine wines where it's, you know, more of an art, which is where it seems to be right now. And I just hope it doesn't get fucking corporatized. Well, this stuff is all uh, growing from the earth. You can't stop it. You know, it's we're, uh, we we just uh, you can grow it anywhere. You can grow alcohol in your toilet bowl, and it's it's nothing that you could really do anything to stop it. Yeah, oh, man, CIA. I can't wait to start growing. Nick, Nick, can you divulge some of your secrets uh, as far as like uh, how how promptly and um, creatively you pump your art out? Sure. Uh, usually, um, I I start I turn the show on. I, I make a big fat joint. Uh, <laughs> and like within the first hour, I usually have at least one or two ideas that I want to do. It's the hard part, too, because I'm kind of sick of the whole uh, uh, Clinton and Trump thing, too. And it's most of the show is about that, of course, because it has to be. But how many times can you use Hillary or Trump on your artwork? Uh, I'm kind of sick of their faces. So after like the first hour, I have like a somewhat of an idea of what I'm going to do. I'll, I'll start working on it, grabbing all the pictures. Uh, then the second half of the show comes and... Then I'm then I'm really 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 high by then, so then I start to uh, wander off a little bit from the show uh, while it's still playing, and now I, and then I might play video games or or do more art, and then I'll make like another one or two. If I hear them say something, I'll load up the Photoshop and start getting to it. And yeah, so I do about one one definitely per episode. Sometimes I could do two or three depending on if uh, anything they say grabs me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. I was just thinking about that meme I saw about Hillary and Trump. It was terrible. Did you see that? It was like the Statue of Liberty getting bent over, and Hillary was poking her from behind with a strap on, and Trump was on the front side. It was like basically you're getting fucked either way. It's pretty hot. Do you do do you do art uh, for for work, too, Nick? Is that your profession? No, I don't like to sell art. Art is something I don't want to do as a job. That's I'm a technician. I fix computers in the sewer. Yeah, a dude named Ben, too. I'm a dude named Ben. But, uh, yeah, I went to school for art and all that. Uh, but, you know, I I basically just do little cartoon rats. What was he going to do with that? That's, that's not going to give me a job. It'd be great if I could. I'd just do that all day if I was getting paid for it. But, uh. <laughs> Uh, see, if you're doing art and for money, it seems like you have to be a really good liar. Or okay, I shouldn't say that. You have to be a really good salesman. Uh, but if if you're doing anything you love, uh, you gotta. You, it's it's hard to sell it. Uh, I think I don't know. I'm just a pushover. 
Yeah, no, I, I get that. That's kind of, I suppose, that's, uh, like, that's kind of how we feel about the back catalog and shit like that, right? That's why we never want to, you'd never want to, we'd never consider putting up a paywall so that people couldn't have access to all of our content. Otherwise, it somehow seems stinted. Is that the word stinted or stunted? Uh, or or stunted. neither. Giving it away for free, it's not going to ever spread uh, naturally. But uh, but you got to make that money off of it, too. I won't tell you how to run your business. I don't know. Well, we yeah, I mean, we try. We just ask for donations the same same way, right? To cover there is a legitimate cost, so we do want to cover all that. Cost, uh, it's important, but I think it's uh, life's more about doing things you love to do, even if you're you're homeless. Perhaps I don't know. No, being homeless probably sucks. Yeah, unless you're in the sewer. Well, it's it's I get free electricity down here in Cable. <laughs> Displace the wires. Does it get cold in the winter? It does a little bit, but I just, uh, the bums, they got a lot of the barrels burning down here. And I just hang out with them if it gets too cold. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> and you could survive probably. They burn them in the sewer? Survive in New York. <laughs> I like mole people. The cities, the New York City sewers, they're, they're deeper than you know. Pretty deep, filled with weird things. <laughs> what I wonder you? if we grow down here. Oh, Maybe. probably. It'll grow everywhere. You have to put in light. So, uh, <clears throat> Andrew, what do you do for you, you? You you meet a lot of alcoholics on your job. Uh, actually, I do. Uh, I work in the restaurant. I serve and I bartend and. Do all that good stuff. Oh, I see. In in a in a restaurant or in a yeah. bar? No, I'm in a restaurant right now. Yeah. You yeah, like- and then I write on the side. So you must just listen to all sorts of shit all day of people of fucking sheeple. The What do you mean, Derek? You know, you hear all kinds of crazy stuff in restaurants. But I have to say eavesdropping is one of my favorite parts of my job. Yeah, you're on like the front lines with the public in that sort of a position, you know what I mean? Like listening to no agenda on your earbuds, or listening to no agenda on your break, and then going out and listening to fucking, you know, just looking at the people that are just... You ever get famous people coming in? Uh, hmm. Who have I seen famous? I've heard of famous people coming into my restaurant, but I've always missed them. Uh, apparently, Mark McGuire came into my restaurant when I was out in California. It wasn't my restaurant, but where I work. Um, so, let's see, Ed McCaffrey of the Broncos, well, in, in, in Colorado. And oh, actually, a couple of the um, real housewives of Orange County when I was in California also. But I never met any of them. Yeah. They seem like they might be easy. You could take them home with you. <laughs> so apparently, that show painted them not the way they are, is what I was told by people I worked with. Were they uh, dicks? Yeah. Uh, some of them. But apparently, they made one of them to be a real bitch on the show, and she was actually a really nice lady. 
is what my coworkers said. Hmm. They kind of do what they want. I mean, you know. They are real. Yeah. Meet, meeting meeting famous people is always really, like, strange. It's kind of like you're in a dream, what's going on? It's like you want to talk to them, but then you're like, not oh, really. What do I talk about? <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, wow, look who it is. This is just awkward now, because I know who they are. And they have, <laughs> uh, then you just sit there and stare at them. It's very strange. I always wonder if it would be weird to be like a celebrity like that. Like, because everywhere you go, that's got to happen. I don't know. Yeah. Do, do, you, do, you, do you feel like jumping into some of those conversations, Andrew, when you hear people talking about all the, like, are most of the people just talking about sort of crap, garbage, mainstream distraction? Yeah, when they talk about the news, they, they normally talk about, you know, what John C. and Adam talk about. But I think, you know, the way here anyway, there's a lot of people that are really dissatisfied. I mean, I think a lot of people are aware that there are problems and they just don't really know where they are. Where the problems are, you mean? Yeah. Like so how it's like, well, you know, I, I don't think anybody's really buying the mainstream narratives anymore. Yeah. Not yeah. for the most part. I mean, how many people watch some of these channels and some of these news shows? Yeah. Isn't it in like the hundreds of thousands of people? I mean, that's terrible. Yeah, I agree. I think that's part of what's happening is Hillary, who was talking about this, where just using Hillary as, as an example is um, she still thinks that she doesn't understand how she can't get that, that she can't control the media, like how the, the mainstream media really doesn't. It's, you know, it's only that that she can control, not all this other media that's going around. So there's all these other shows that are getting millions and millions of listeners as well. And that's getting videos that go viral. Yeah, video. Yeah. You know, there's a number of alternative news sites that are getting way more attention than some of these mainstream shows now. Joe Rogan probably has a bigger audience than like three quarters of television. But yeah. which one's sponsored by the military industrial complex? Because that's uh, that's the only people you need behind you. <laughs> which alternative media you mean, Nick? Alex yeah, Jones. Slash Bill Hicks. Well, some of them are obviously no good. And some of them are a mixed bag. But there are some really good shows out there. A mixed bag and nuts. Bunch of crazy people. Back in what uh, what what pisses you off the most from from the sh- from the show? Like what uh, what blatant or not so blatant bullshit is the most? I don't know. Personal. The meme that has me right now that I don't like is the um, universal basic uh, income. I think that's probably my least favorite, and the resource based economy. Those are my least favorite in the alternative uh, spheres. Wow. So universal basic income and, and resource-based economy. So kind of more, you're sort yeah. of more of the counterculture zeitgeist kind of stuff you don't like. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. First off, money is a resource, so why would we not use it for the resource-based economy? So who are you having to go to, to to ask for these resources? Who are who is collecting these resources? Who has them on hand? Um, 
those are some of my questions on that one. And then the universal basic income, who's paying the money? Is it the banks? Where are the banks getting this money? Are they just printing it? Well, why can't we just have real money instead of, you know, debt-based more money. debt? Yeah. So, I mean, that's the real problem is that our, our money supply is completely manipulated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But does money make the man? Like, uh, just because you have more money, does that mean you're a better person? No, not at all. Probably means you're more miserable. Oh, so, uh, why are we running our life with money? Like, uh, running our social structure using money? Uh, I don't know. Just because it's an easy way to trade. I guess that's, that's it. Yeah, I mean, that's the only reason I can think of. And because people deserve value for value. You know, you can't just be giving things away. The devil you know. I give a lot away. Well, not that you shouldn't give some things away. And you should you should be able to choose that. But I, I feel like money is essential. Um, yeah, money is a tough topic. Yeah, I kind of I kind of agree. Like that's what me and Graham were talking about. People who are like full out anarchists, no government, because I'm a strong proponent of the fucking roads won't get built. And I think that's kind of well, the same sort of the, the different side of the same coin. Yeah. I th- I think in a total free market the roads and highways won't get built or they you know what I mean? That people won't pitch in or do their fair share it's just not going to happen certain things aren't going to happen and people are going to get left behind but it should be freer than it is now it should be way the fuck freer than it is now but i don't think it can be i mean i think you need some sort of minimal fucking government the way it was you know meant to be with actual well you certainly need some sort of community organization and Okay, so you got 12 guys down at the bar that are making sure the roads get paved. That's still, I mean, that's starting government. So you might as well have something. But well, yeah, I agree, much smaller than what it is. I, I, I could take money out of the, the subject. What if, uh, what if those 12 people were building the road, and you know they were, and you had a bar, and you just gave them alcohol for free because you knew what they were doing? But then they did something for you. No, it wouldn't work. You need money. <laughs> well, I guess you could grill them, feed them, but then someone else, you know, who's someone, someone with an apartment building needs to give them a free apartment for building the roads. And then I think we basically need no privacy. The only way to do this is to have zero privacy and to know everything else that everybody else is doing in society and thinking. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and thinking and to know what other can, thinking. I think we we're can, close to that. I we're think close we to can that. Reel that in to not. We don't need to know what people are thinking. We're close to that. That's going to happen. As long as we know what they're doing. Become Especially on a business level, like fucking, maybe not, uh, maybe not down to like, I don't want people knowing my shit per se, (laughs) but I mean, maybe if you're getting trusted with billions of dollars or you're at the level that you control fucking economies and countries and everything else, maybe your all your shit should be 100% transparent. Maybe that shouldn't have any chance of being privately owned. Agreed. It's a start. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's part of the problem is that all of our information is wide open and yet the government has all their secrets. Yeah, exactly. How does that work? Hey. (laughs) And I do, I do agree. I I think that 
there's no proven political system that actually really works properly yet. I don't think we have the answer. I don't think we know. But I and I agree with you, Andrew, that the the biggest problem isn't the political system. It's the money system and where we're getting the money from, and that it's coming from the banks at debt, you know, with interest. And it's and our we're just being fucking so that we can low. make more billionaires. All the nations are in debt, and we are in debt, and it doesn't need to be like that. But it's to get people to to really wake up like that. Like Canada used to be okay, and before the seventies when they switched it over, like we built our infrastructure on proper money, and the economy was good. Yeah, America did the same thing. Yeah, I think you guys did it way f- before we did. Well, when did we we pulled away from silver and Nixon? So it was the late sixties, right? We weren't so, far behind. Yeah, we built up on the good stuff. Well, isn't that what happened with Germany after um, World War One? Because wasn't that what Hitler did? Was uh, took them off a of fiat currency and went to a um, like true money to yeah. rebuild their economy, and that's how they became such a, a big war power, right? Well, we're going to have a chance, man. I mean, I, I foresee in Canada's fucking near future, like in the next year or two, maybe less, could be less than that, but I'd say within two years, maybe three years max, we're going to have a what chance. Be a What's that? The guys on Agenda 31 were talking about, um, apparently Gary Johnson said something about how we have U.S. dollars that are back, that aren't fiat currency. And that we could, apparently we have them on hand and we could release them at any time. We just don't. Oh, really? Who's who's we? Who's we? The Fed? Yeah, the government. The Fed's not government. Oh, the Fed? Then the Fed. I don't know whoever has it. (laughs) (laughs) But the government maybe has it in case shit goes down. I mean, you'd think you'd want to have some sort of contingency. Backup plan, but I mean, I think Canada is going to have a shot here in the near future to to do a reset. Uh, I mean, a shot at what? Why Canada? I don't get it. Because what? we're we're going to have a huge housing market crash here probably soon. As soon as interest rates is. start going up and shit, I mean, we're going to have a big one. Some people say ours is going to be worse than the the one in the states. We dodged one in the states and kept going, so ours will be worse now. And um, so just make sure you lock up all your bankers. Yeah, that's exactly it. We're going to have a chance to fucking you know, either correct the action or just more of the same. After you correct it, America will corrupt them again. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows if we'll even correct it in the first place, right? We probably won't. What was it? What was it? Our guest said that was causing this again from Hong Kong. Do you remember? Oh, the the spice market. (laughs) Yeah. The spice market. Yeah. Vancouver is the new, World center for the spice market, and that's what's causing this infl- inflation. I'd buy that. Really? Yeah. Came from Hong Kong, so I don't know where he gets it from. It's the first time I've heard of that, but. Well, the British lost Hong Kong, so maybe they're looking to move where they push the spices. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, let the spice flow. <laughs> the, he who has the spice has the power. I forget. Spice's life. Oh, the spice must flow. That's how it goes. I'm sorry. The spice must flow. That's right. That sounds right. Here's the mind killer. That's all I remember. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> but have, have any of you seen uh, Jodorowsky's Dune? Speaking of Dune? 
No, uh, say that again. Doom, as in the book. The oh, Doom. Herbert's Doom. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I have seen well, it a long um, time ago. Remember the one with the one with Steam? Well, apparently there was an earlier version that was done by Jodorowsky, or at least he he got close to doing it. And there's a documentary about his efforts, and it's highly entertaining if you like documentaries. Okay, cool. I'll, check. I'll check it out. I'll put a link in the show notes as and well. And sci-fi. Cool. Yeah, he worked with some of Hollywood's best before they were famous. Anybody here play Doom? Doom. Doom. I used to play Doom back when you had to make your computer dial up the other computer. I, I like, did that too. And then be like, meh, meh. And then you'd play fucking Doom. It'd be kind of sketchy and pixelated. Sometimes. I played Warcraft for too long. Oh yeah, I used to play some Warcraft too when it first came out. When you could do that, it was the same sort of thing. You had to dial up the other buddy's computer. It was before the internet was really. You couldn't do a whole lot with the internet because <laughs> there wasn't really search engines yet. Yeah. And so nobody here really plays video games anymore. No, no. I try every every couple of years. I try, and I just I just don't manage to get into it. Oh, I was getting I into Civilization for a while. For a minute, but... Civ is a fun game to sit back and do nothing for 20 hours. <laughs> uh, but the new Doom game, if you actually like the what old... What are you Doom... talking about? I built a world. Well, yeah. That's, Doom that's, people are if you, I think you might like the new Doom game if you just want to try something. I give it a thumb, thumbs up. Can you, is it computer? Mac? Uh, it's... it's uh, uh, oh, you're on a Mac. Uh, you can play uh, Plants vs. Zombies. All right. Yeah, nah, yeah. I, I work on Mac. I don't know. I'm waiting but, for uh, Mario on the iPhone. <laughs> it's like Flappy Bird. It's like, wow, Flappy Bird. Let's uh, make that Nintendo. Wait, it was. Speaking of that, uh, speaking of iPhones, I do have a pet peeve about John. Come on, lay off it, John. Well, Anna, it will give John credit. What's okay, that? Hear it. You want to hear it? He underestimates yeah. the power and the importance of the cell phone. Like, he, especially coming from a tech community, they don't give the the, the device credit. I it hasn't just, changed in ten years. It's it's, I it's so oh, right now too, and it's fine. My phone's brand new, but. <laughs> Not much brand new as in a day old. He's had it for today. But I mean, no, but I, what I'm saying is that they're just more, regardless of how old it is, they're just, it's a powerful tool that you can use for all kinds of good stuff. So like, it's just, I don't know. I feel like they. John gives it crap because it has, it's been this for 10 years now. It's been powerful for 10 years. Why? Why is this like, like all the news channels, like, oh my God, new phone, but it does the same thing just a little bit faster. Yeah, the phones are incredible. I'm not saying they're not. They're probably one of the most incredible things ever, but uh, it's, it's who needs to know about it every day. Yeah, I agree with that part. Yeah, totally. So, you know, that what's the law that says that processor speeds will double every couple of years? Moore's law. Moore's law. Didn't, didn't they say on one show that that was out with, yeah. while we're in talking tech? Yeah, yeah. John mentioned it. I mean, uh, Adam. Yeah, so that's kind of crazy. 
because people still, I still hear people saying that. So apparently, well, if that's true. the case, it's not out in the public. Uh, who here? Who here is into quantum computing? Yeah, Darren is. So I don't know if Moore's Law. Do you think Moore's Law is out, uh, Nick? Uh, did the CIA just jump in on the call? Uh, no, <laughs> Moore's Law. It slowed down a lot. I know that. But if uh, quantum computers come true, then we won't really need Moore's, Moore's Law anymore. I think. I don't. I might be totally wrong. They just um, did that little test uh, a little teleportation quantum computing thing in calgary here a couple of weeks ago we they, should have they shot at on. like 6.2 kilometers i would what love to have them on what yeah. did they do i don't understand it they say teleported operation or they, i think it's lies they, <laughs> actually not even quantum or quantum computing i have to say that's the reason i'm skeptical about quantum computing because because honestly, it just kind of confuses me. I'm like, yeah, I don't believe it when I see it. There's three options, and we could pretty much get a shitload of information from that. But how do you okay, know what's going on? I got it here. So it says, uh, blah, blah, blah. Through a collaboration. Oh, here we go. Through a collaboration between the University of Calgary, the City of Calgary, and researchers in the United States, a group of physicists led by Wolfgang Tittle, professor in the Department of Physics and Astronomy at the University of Calgary, have successfully demonstrated teleportation of a photon over a straight-line distance of six kilometers. So did it disappear and reappear? like Using the City of Calgary's fiber-optic cable infrastructure. The project began with Urban Alliance Seed Grant in 2014. Blah, blah, blah. This accomplishment would set a new record for distance of transferring a quantum state by teleportation. Has landed the researchers Wait. a spot. They teleported a photon? Yeah. Okay. I don't but understand how a photon... Get the cable. So oh. Did they just shoot a laser and turn it off? I, I don't know. Uh, it's tough for me because it's only six kilometers. Like a pho- how to, or no, I'm thinking of a proton. No, a photon's a light particle, right? So yeah. that thing's going yeah three hundred thousand kilometers a second, and it's six kilometers. So what's that? Like a, a fucking hundredth of a thousandth of a fucking you know a fifty thousandth of a. It's hard to believe they can measure the difference between light speed and teleportation. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I I I don't know. I'm a layman. Sorry. Albert Albert Einstein, did he believe in quantum theory before he died? Yep. Damn. Well, didn't he say it was spooky? He didn't like talking about it. Spooky action at a distance. Yeah, but at first he was totally, he was like, no, quantum? No, fuck that shit. But then I think he did switch over before he died. But I don't know. Uh, I need to see it to believe it, I guess. What were you going to say, Andrew? Uh, Oh, I'm nothing. I don't think. I'm not, I don't think I'm a fan. I don't. Yeah. I want to see him shoot a cat into space six miles. I, we might we might balloon up. A, then I'll believe it. We might balloon up a camera to prove the Earth is round. 
It's hollow. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, see, it can't be flat because it's hollow. I was just thinking about that today, actually. I was like, comparing hollow earth and flat earth, I'm like, you know, if the hollow earth is real, the flat earth can't be. <laughs> so you can't just Yeah, be I like hollow. the hollow earth and I like the growing earth. Grams Those believe everything backfires. <laughs> he came to a fucking. Oh, I don't believe in fire. I think it's cognitive dissonance <clears throat> moments. I, I, I'm just like what Aaron, what Andrew just said. The hollow earth and the uh, growing earth is interesting. Yeah, I think hollow earth is different though. I think it's just a little space at the center of the earth where fucking energy is created. Turns into fuck instantly turns into matter like gas and bubbles. Yeah, up to the I'm not so sure. There's like dinosaurs down there. I don't know that I'd go that far. Land of the Lost. Maybe. I mean, what, I don't know. Flat universe. Is that a, is that a conspiracy? <laughs> the universe is flat. So Somebody is, did say that recently. That the universe was flat. So, it's not round like we think, or it's not inf- infinite like we think. It's actually more of like a pancake shape. So what if we're just so confused we're we think it's three-dimensional space, but it's actually two-dimensional? <sighs> where's my weed <laughs> could it be no it couldn't be it's more likely it's just an illusion well 2, 2D and 1D does, doesn't really exist we are three dimensional creatures so we only know 3D but what if our knowledge is wrong and it's actually 2D and that proves flat earth thank you okay. <laughs> but aren't but we're 40, right? Uh, well, yeah. there's like 12 Ds. Lots of Ds. Like a, I don't know. I've heard 15 Ds. Sausage there's, I don't know. there's only four. There, there's three dimensions and there's time. Which I'll is the fourth. That. The fourth time is a dimension. It's a fourth dimension. Why, why yeah. are you so sure that that's it? Because I said so. Yeah, but we're talking about alternate universes and parallel universes and well, then different they, then dimensions. A, I mean, so then you go into that parallel universe and they have their own four fucking <laughs> things. But I'm saying in a... In our reality, there's only four dimensions, yeah, but then there's then, other parallel realities with other dimensions? With their, with their own four. With their, no, there are only four in every dimension. Wow. Yeah, you sound pretty sure of that. I'm fucking 100% <laughs> certain. And I will be vindicated. Time will vindicate me. The fourth dimension will vindicate me. Yeah. <laughs> I will be vindicated right here at some point. In the fourth well, if dimension. there's more than three or less than three, I don't even think there's less than three. I think there's only three or whatever we know of whatever this is right now. But if there is more or less, it's got to be infinite more and infinitely less. And then what's the point? Huh? Either way, we're going to die. Well, maybe not. We might not die. Yeah, oh, that's true. We might explode. You can't destroy it's, it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It just goes on to... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just the meat, but we'll lose the meat suits yeah. at some point. Yeah. I, I think it is... Personally, I think it is if you're good, then you die and you have the chance to live again. And if you're bad, then you die and you have to live again. Well, if you don't take that chance, then what state are you in at that point? Are you living? Right? You're, you're on the other side. You're watching the game. You're a fart. You're in limbo. You're just a fart in the wind. You're, yeah, you're a fart in the wind. You're a lovely rose smelling fart in the wind. And if you were underwater, you'd change the properties of that water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 <sighs>
this has been fun, guys. It has been. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Time. yeah, we should do it again sometime. And uh, do you want to mention, Andrew, before we before we wrap it up, do you want to talk about your books a, a little bit there? Because we I've I've got your uh, your story of number book. It's pretty cool. And you talked about it on uh, that other podcast we were on, but I want to give you a chance to just mention them. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's called The Story of Number, and it's a religious philosophy. Uh, it basically models off of the, your 10 digits in your hand. Um, I was smoking a lot of weed and staring at my hand, saying why about the universe and everything. And so um, it's kind of based on, it has a numerology framework, and then it just talks various esoteric um means and, and and proofs and yeah just wordplay mostly paragraphs about what i think of various uh um yeah esoteric stuff the buying the fibonacci sequence uh the cross and the mark yeah that kind of thing so the eye in the pyramid and some of its various interpretations actually i don't know that i talked the third eye yeah um some of it I hit on some of it. It's a short book, 64 pages, so I just try to get at the core of it, and uh, in the end, I figure it's all about living love and loving life and, yeah, being a good person. Nice. Funny how often it and seems to come that. around to that. Yeah, doesn't it? The show seems to overlap with that love. theme. We should have a shirt. I need as well. It's kind of a... That's probably mm. copyrighted, right? Mm. Or trademarked or something. We'll get probably. sued. Yeah, probably. It shows over everybody. <laughs> hey, hey uh, Grand America just got sued back yeah. to the Stone Age. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, uh, anything you want to mention before we wrap it up? Uh, 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 I want to mention Robert Anton Wilson. He's the man. Uh, uh, and also uh, Nick, NickTheRat.com and go to radio there. And uh, fuck Facebook and fuck YouTube. Woo! Uh, <laughs> right on. <laughs> appropriate. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks a lot for coming on, guys. It was good to chat. Sam, you guys are yeah, awesome. Yeah, you can also, uh, before I go, I just want to mention that uh, I, I do blog for the Grimerica Boys. Oh, right. So yes, fuck. Grimerica.ca. I am the firelighting rabble rouser. <laughs> nice. Um, and I tend to talk on the esoterics and um, and awesome. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the reminder there. Andrew with many names. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> the man with many names, the Baron. Yeah. Thanks for the Too content. Many names. Great content. Yes. Right Thank on, you. guys. All right. Thanks. Have a good. Uh, have a good night. All right. Sleep well, man. Yeah, okay. you lucid dream. I will. Okay. I'm gonna try it. Nick's four step lucid lucid dreaming. <laughs> there you uh, go. Thank you for your courage. All right. In the morning. In the morning. And that was our Knights of the Roundtable, the inaugural one with Nick the Rat and Andrew, the Baron of America's Mountain. Yeah. That was fun. It was fun. Great, guys. I find like there's so much uh, we have in common with all these people, even just talking about esoteric stuff. Like, I have a feeling that most of the noogenic crowd is probably into some crazy stuff. Yeah, Not just right. like, you know, like John and Adam keep it pretty mainstream, right? At least open to it. Yeah, totally. 
Yeah, and yeah. open to podcasts, which is a big part of it already, exactly. right? I mean, that's exactly. just it. You, you, and the value for value model as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. So yeah, that was a good one. We'll keep doing those. Yeah, it was good. Started a little slow, but we picked up some steam. Yeah. And uh, yeah, is, check out No Agenda. It is difficult to have four people on as well on different lines. So Without video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah big thanks to Nick and Andrew Lemonacy. Lemesony. <laughs> That's not right. I know. Did I get it right? Yeah, I think so. Closer than me. Good enough. Yeah, big thanks for coming on the show. Of course, check out grandamerica.ca slash support for uh, where you can support our value for value model. Uh, there's monthlies there, everything from a buck to 30 bucks a month, um, and one-time donations as well. And uh, yeah, that's about it. I suppose Spam Graham. Yeah, I've been getting lots of spam lately. It's good. Have yeah, you? people sending in trip reports and ghost stories and dreams and and uh, yeah, it's been great. I never forget. And synchronicities. Oh, come on. Never forget that. Yeah, check out all that shit. Sign up for the newsletter, gummerica.ca slash news. Review the show, support the show, and tell your friends about the show. Right on. Thanks for listening, guys, and we will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>